What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, here in the home office, and you are listening to the Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, taking that lighter journey into the dark side with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Michelle. She's got great hair. It's a little pink. It's a little purple. Whatever it is, I'll tell you what, if I could grow it, I would sign up for that color today. So listen to her and the entire crew as they give you, you can't all ever change your the information <laughs> on the Raiders, on the podcast yeah, that benefits the One Nation a, a Foundation. It's a great cause. It's a great pod. Tune in. Turn it up. Here it comes. All that Raiders info and takes coming at you right now. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave. Taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go. We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brett Musburger. Oh, let's see. Hold on. We're still muted. Why? <laughs> Thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Uh, your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 296 of Raiders hey, Fan Radio. Hey. We are bearing down on 300 Woo! of these things. There you go. So that should be pretty fun. Um, as we are still in our temporary setup here, hopefully, maybe, but maybe, 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 and there's been a lot of maybes around the fan cave here the last uh, <laughs> few months, but maybe 
we'll have Fan Cave 1.2 put together enough to celebrate episode 300. <gasps> oh, oh, I'd say so. Yeah. yeah, and even if we get to like where we don't, then we'll just skip 300. We'll go from 299 to 301, and then oh, we'll and come back, back and do yeah. and, and do and do episode number Perfect. number 300. Yes. But anyways, I appreciate all of those of you that are joining us live here tonight uh, for Raiders Fan Radio. We've got an absolute crap ton to get to uh so i'm going to keep my intro here in the in the, in the beginning short and sweet and we're going to keep a lot of this stuff short and sweet because we got a lot to get to and a lot of it that we have to get to is you guys we have heard yeah. from an absolute ton of you this week and so thank you to all of those of you um that have hit us up this week on uh, of course everybody that's in the in the in the youtube comments tonight at youtube.com slash raiders fan radio but everybody that called the show 909-345-3346 man we've got some we got a murderer's row of nice. callers this week we've got some of the old school made most made of the made men i love um, that. That, that, have, that have called in so we're going to hear from them uh, we've also got a ton of emails tonight um in fact we've got so many we're going to split it up between the three of us because we got so many to read uh, we've got some new made people tonight we got a new made man we got a new made woman tonight Woo-hoo! so look forward to getting wow. to that i'm telling you man we got it's going to be a jam-packed show uh so buckle in uh and, and let's go ahead and jump into it and of course though before we start talking about the raiders uh, i do got to tell you that we are the official podcast of fansided and also of just blog baby and we are so appreciative um, of their partnership and thankful to be the official podcast of just blog baby and uh, uh, and so you can find Raiders Fan Radio uh, not only on their site, but you can find the audio version of this show anywhere you find a podcast by just searching for Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, and you can also uh, find us on uh, on the YouTubes. Uh, you can find us at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. And we would just ask that uh, the, only, the only way, uh, the only thing we would ever ask about you to support the show, hit a like, hit a subscribe, hit a review. Um, we love that because it generates advertising opportunities and 100% of the money that we make with our show we give it all away whether that's from advertising or merchandise sales or you know direct donations any of that stuff we give it all away through our foundation the one nation foundation and uh, in fact we've just i got it i got our new shirt on hey. uh, for those of you on the youtube you can see it's the jack daniels raiders fan radio shirt it's so sweet jimmy zebach ah, did awesome it that came shirt. through again yeah. um and you can find that by going to raidersfanradio.com slash gear and, and and buy a shirt there and 100 percent of the money we get from t public goes to the one nation foundation so thank you guys so very very much we appreciate you also very very much so all that said uh let's go ahead and get this thing going around the horn first off let me pass it on to my best friend and yours he adorns the left side part of the bar he is my best friend and yours swag jeff there we go what's up man What's up? Oh my gosh! Are, are, you, are you okay? I'm just, I'm just hitting, I'm just, I'm just pushing. You've been hitting over the here. happy dads a little bit early, huh? Just press the damn button. Man. No kidding. Oh, he did. He did. No kidding, man. Well, hey, I'm fired up to be here, man. Uh, we got, we got so many people already in the chat. Everyone's What'd you fired. say about happy dad? Oh, oh perfect, perfect. Sponsor the show, happy dad, because hey. There's a happy dad right here. I'm telling you, man. Because of happy dad. Happy dad has not sponsored us yet, but this is where it would go. Actually, this is where delicious. <laughs> <sighs> Tastes great. Uh, happy dad. That's right. 
That's right. So, so yeah. So do your thing, Happy, Happy Dad. And, and do your thing, Raider Nation, because everyone's <laughs> here, man. We got 47 people already in the chat. They're fired up because preseason is over, and it's the calm before the storm. Oh, let's go. Before let's the, go. Uh, yeah, is what the kids say, man, because football is back. Yeah. It, we're, we're counting down the days. What We're, uh, I think, 11 days away from, yes, we are. from regular season football. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so, so a lot to talk about, a lot to be fired up about. But, Murph, we don't do this show alone. Heck no, man. Of course not. So to my left over here, uh, adorning the uh, the uh, corner by the refrigerator <laughs> in the, the bar. bartender spot there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spot. Please welcome in Michelle Sweat. Hi. Hey, Michelle. Hey, guys. That sound effect hits different for you than it's it does for me. It's a little different, isn't it? Yeah, it's a yeah. little bit different. <laughs> yeah, because no, when it hits for here, Jeff, yeah. it's like... It, it, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all look at my shirt though. Oh, oh the midtown. She's got the midtown mo going. Holy cow! I lean to your right. You're right. My right. Yep. Okay. There you go. Yep. Midtown mo. That is incredible. Yeah. Let's get those guys a little bit of respect. Yeah. Tell, tell Raider Nation what they're doing with that shirt. So they have the Midtown Mo shirt and the Irish Cannon shirt. And $4 from every shirt that they sell goes to the One Nation Foundation. Let's so go. get you a shirt. Like this shirt's, come on. Absolutely. And respect to Dan from DC4L oh, yeah. for, for, putting for putting all putting that together, together and being willing yeah. to, to donate to the foundation yeah. as well. But yeah. silver and black today. Yeah. That's black. it. Yeah. That's, so that's Scott yeah. Gilbranson and Mo Moten. Yeah. And of, of course, the silver and black today, guys. And and DC4L is the one sponsoring that mm-hmm. shirt. So how, tell them, Michelle, how they get that shirt. Where do they go? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so DC4L Customs Tees. There you go. Dot com. Yep. Perfect. Or Custom Tees. And you can just search tees. Midtown yep. Mo yeah, or Midtown, whatever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And I think Silver and Black Today on Twitter, I think they have links that you can like go oh, to. Oh, yeah. It's I think all that's how I got Twitter, there. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We appreciate those guys so very, very much. Thank you, Michelle, for being here. Thank yeah. you for getting Happy your Midtown Mo shirt. Yeah. Uh, and, and that extra four bucks going to the foundation. There right. you go. Yeah. That's right, because every four bucks counts, y'all. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we are, um, I don't know, can I just go ahead and say it, Jeff? Hit it, man. We hit our goal. Yeah. Let's freaking go, man. Yeah. We have hit our goal. We have thousand dollars. Let me go. Ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over to the fan cave cam here, and I'm okay. gonna uh, uh, let's see. Hold on, I gotta bring on this. Uh, I'm trying to. I got I got six jobs over here that I'm that I'm, <laughs> yeah, that I'm working on. Uh, here we go on the fan cave. Thank you guys so very, very, very much. Raider Nation, you guys are the yeah. absolute best. Yep. We love you guys so very, the very much. The real MVPs. Everybody that supported our initiative, not only did we give money to Raider Dad folks this year, but we get, ooh, almost knocked over my happy dad. I'm so happy. Hey. Um, but, <laughs> You're a happy dad. Yeah. Hey, hey. Happy dad. I am happy as shit. And so, so listen, everybody that's in the chat room, everybody that from your super chats from our raffles this year, the corporate partners yeah. that we have, like United Rentals, from the t-shirt purchases, the advertisers like Caesar Sportsbook, everybody that gave us, some people just donated directly just for the heck of it. Yep. Like all you wonderful people and all the amazing um, effort that went into that. We can't thank you enough and we will be sure when we give that check for $15,000 to the Bolitnikoff here in a, in a few months, we will definitely highlight that, that, that it, it, this is from you guys. We're just the vessel. We're just the, 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 you know, the knuckleheads that turn on microphones <laughs> and talk about their favorite football team and hang out and drink happy dads and have fun on Wednesday nights. You guys are the ones that make all this stuff happen. And so thank you so very, very much from the bottom of our hearts, man. We cannot thank you guys and appreciate you enough for, for what you've done. It's been awesome. Um, 
And I will real quick, before I turn it over to Swag for our episode number, since we're kind of on this theme anyways, um, let me go ahead and throw out some, some respect because what drove us over the goal line was the boys. Yeah. Was in particular Will Compton. And, of course. And so I want to give a lot of respect to the boy, Will Compton. He partnered with our foundation. We I, I'd announced this on the Silver and Black Today show the other day. This is the first time we're talking about it here on Raiders Fan Radio. Um, Will took it upon himself. Um, you know, we've gotten to know Will a little bit. And, and you know, um, we're far from besties with the guy, but, you know, he considers us, you know, We're boys. on the short list. We're boys. We're yeah. boys. And so... Um, for him to have a heart for charity the way that, that he does and to see the vision for the One Nation Foundation, whether that's from Bolitnikoff or with the Raider Dad folks were really connected with him, um, you know, being a young dad himself, uh, it just really shows his heart for charity. And I, I just we can't thank him enough because that was really what kind of locked it in for us for this year. And we're going to look forward to be continually partnered with Will, mainly yeah. Will, even more so than Bus. And I mean, shout out all those guys and much respect to everybody yeah, in, yeah. in the Bus and crew. And JP and uh, uh, Jack uh, and Jack even Taylor and, and all that. Yep. But but Will's the one that made this thing happen for us. And so thank you so much, Will Compton, man. We can't appreciate you enough, brother. Yep. You're yes. the best. Much respect. You know, and it's more than just the monetary donation that they gave us, but you know that we're even in the works of maybe doing a a, a merch collab with him and sometime yeah. in the future yeah. and stuff like that. So big things are coming, man. I I think the 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 relationship that we now have with the boys, it, it's it's you know it's it's going to be for a minute, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. They're great dudes over there, and uh, look forward to seeing where their their partnership with the One Nation Foundation is going to go. And um, you know, we're just hey, listen, here's the thing, and and thank you, Hooligan Nation, like much yeah. respect and I love his comment. Yes. Let's start raising that money for next year. And that's it. That. And we're going to do it bigger and better. We, we yep. want to we want to double what we, at a minimum, double what we did with Raider Dad already this year. So we gave Raider Dad two grand. We want to make that at minimum four. I'm thinking yep. more like five. Yeah, I'd, it'd be I'd, like five. I'd, I'd be nice to do that. So we want to we definitely ramp up what we've done with Raider Dad. I, I, we we can't be keep doubling Bolitnikoff, man. Like that's a but like, hey, we're doing fifteen this year. Let's do twenty. Yeah. Like let's let's add it in five thousand dollar increments and see yep. where we can drive this thing up to. And if we get more than that, we get more than that. But um, but I think we can continually. You know, I'll just say it right here. That's twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I think we can raise twenty five thousand dollars next year. I, um, I, I absolutely think agree. we can. And with yeah. with these corporate partners that we have coming on with us now, I think that there's, and there's def- more in the works. I didn't even yeah. told you about this. There's more in the works. Is there another yeah. big? Okay. Yeah. Well, and then we also know that we have that one tire company which i can't mention yet but like they're going to come online <laughs> next year we were yep. hoping for them this year but they are definitely going to going to yep. come online and Ty for the next raiders year. just became a member of oh. raiders oh. Oh, thank you ty respect ty ty send me your address michelle at raiderskinradio.com absolutely so say and then you're going to get uh do you have your card I, with you oops i don't oh that's okay uh so michelle did this really cool um uh, this card this print um, this block print, and uh, we're gonna—they're—they're they're only gonna do a hundred of them, and we're gonna number them off one to one hundred, and they're individual signed, and and we're gonna send that off to you, and uh, and so that's if you become a member, okay? Right. So to become a member, all you gotta do is hit the join button there on the YouTube, and if for five bucks. Just five bucks a month, and you get your name in green. You get badges. You get emojis. You get all kinds of cool stuff. Yep. So become a member. Why not? Be a member. The emojis alone. I would be, y'all are lucky I'm not Bruh. in chat, because I would yeah. be blowing that chat up with emojis. The emojis alone. Like Ron does. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Ron just hits us with everyone yeah. that he's got. Everyone yeah. he's got. Yeah. And I'll yeah. keep adding stuff as we yeah. as we evolve, because, you know, it's important to be a member. Yeah. Member, cabrón. Member. You member. Member. You don't member. You don't member. You member. Member. 
Did you cry a lot? That's thought you remember. That's so stupid. Remember? I love that's so funny. So, George Lopez is one of my all-time yeah. favorite comedians, yeah. and it was so when I when I was like, "Oh, member," I'm like, "Oh, that'd be a fun soundbite to have." <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but my favorite is the way it starts off. Member, cabrón. Member, <laughs> you member. Member, you don't member. You member. Oh my god. Member. Since you cried a lot, I thought you remember. <laughs> It's my favorite. All right, let's go ahead and move on. So this is, as I mentioned, this is episode number 296. <laughs> Grumpy Raider fan says, I remember. Um, we appreciate you, Grumpy Raider fan and Vibrator and Hooligan Nation and Tide Raider. Um, let's see, who else is in there? It's a member. Ty Davis is in there. Yeah. PGF um, Raider just became a member. Hey! Oh. Thank you, PGF respect, Raider. Respect, 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 my friend. Yeah, so anyway, so good stuff there. And so, yeah, again, 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. All right, so let's get the show going. Sure. It is episode number 296, and my best friend in your swag, Jeff, ties that back to something significant within Raider Nation. Absolutely. So, yeah, so episode 296. So, yeah, so if it's the first time you're listening, long time, just to refresh your course, uh, each and every week I take a significant moment within Raider Nation, relate it back to our episode number, and wait a minute, man, wait a minute, cut the shit. What? I can't cut it. Oh, well, well I can't man, cut it. Man, man, what you going to do now? I'm going to go to contact information. What we're going to do is we're going to go way back. How far are we going back? Uh, Way back. And it goes a little something like this. Hit it. Hey! Hey! Good job, Jeff. Come on, man. You did it finally. I know. Oh, my gosh. You I went back know. and did your, did your research. I did my research, Aww. man. So we're going. My, my, my heart's a flutter. I know, right? And yeah. we are going all the way back. How far okay. are you going back? <laughs> way back. <laughs> 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 We're going back to 1963. Whoa, Whoa that is wow. way back. That was yeah. Al Davis's first year with the silver oh, and black. Yeah, that year, the San Diego Chargers won the AFL championship. But Those here's the bastards. bigger story. The Chargers finished the season with a record of 11-3, and three, but two of those losses were to our Silver and black, the Raiders, who finished with a record of 10 and 4, just barely missing the playoffs. Still, Davis's Raiders experienced the greatest positive turnaround for a team in one year over the course of, it, of NFL history. On October 27, 1963, Davis faced his old team, the Chargers, for the first time, and the Raiders won by a score of 34 to 33. That game, the Raiders gained 296 yards. Oh, hey. that's a Well, yeah. Nice. Woo! Woo! Hey, Raider Nation, you got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut, shut up, up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Do it. Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff swaggy like? Tell us about it, Mosh. Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The The Tiki 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 TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, America, go go to the YouTube. YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. 
Oh my God, if that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. <laughs> good. Oh, that's so good. Speaking of good, man. There we go. Yeah, shout out what's going on in there, Swaggo. Speaking of good, man, for sure. So Yoshi has become a member of Raiders Fan Radio. So much respect respect to him. Cody Thompson has also become a member. uh, And that is our boy. uh, That is cool. Cool, Cody is what the kids say. So uh, and then speaking of donations, uh, said hooligan, you damn right. We're gonna uh, we're start for next year. Uh, you member, I member, I member uh, <laughs> with a, a twenty dollar donation Yay! to the One Nation Foundation. So much, much, much respect. Thanks, Ty. That is awesome. We've got fifty nine people in the chat and twenty four likes. So uh, uh, so you know what to do. Uh, hit the button. Yeah, hit press it. the damn button, nerd. Just press the damn button, nerd. There we go. Where's Devin at? We, we need a producer yeah. in here. We need to get Devin. a producer. Come on, Devin. Murph, uh, how many members are there? Can do, Is that something you know right off the bat? Uh, I think there's like 30-ish now. Because only 10 people have sent me their address. So okay. I need Those of you that got a green name in there. A, yeah, green name. And the 10 that have sent... Uh, Lamont finally got me postage stamps today, so those will go in the mail. <laughs> okay. tomorrow, thank you, Lamont. So. Yes, thank you, Lamont. Okay, so t- tell them, remind them where to email okay, you. Okay, Michelle at RaidersFanRadio.com. I need your address. Even if you think we have it, send it to me anyway. So I have it all, everyone's address in one spot. There we go. Perfect. Thank you. Absolutely. And you'll get that, one of those cool block prints. And uh, we're only going to do 100 of them. And so, yep. uh, and I think we're going to get a tattoo of it too. Yeah. I, I want that so bad. Yeah. I know. I think that's going to be, be it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even when we're in Vegas in November. Oh, yeah. I mean, December. We're just November. Oh, November. November. Yeah. November. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be fun. Oh, that's coming yeah. up. Deal. Yeah, there we go. All right. Deal. Uh, okay. So let's give a little bit of respect here at the top of the show. We don't do props, we don't do shout outs, but we're Italian. We like to give a little bit of uh, respect. <laughs> Murph, Swaggy J, Michelle, Nation, (laughs) it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. Hey, respect to Double R in the chat. That is our good friend, Raider Ramon. Raider Ramon. We love you, brother. Much respect. Absolutely. Good to see you, Ramon. And I appreciate you, my man. All right, so here at the top of the show, we'd like to give respect. uh, Respect everybody that's uh, becoming the new members, everybody that's that's contributing to the One Nation Foundation monetarily, and everybody uh, that helped get us to the goal First and foremost, that's who gets our respect tonight. Uh, But also to throw it around a little bit, also, I want to give respect to, I mentioned this a few weeks ago, and it's out now, and there will be a link in the show notes on how to get your hands on this book. And for those of you on the audio podcast, 
It is championship diary. That is uh, Super Bowl 18, Los Angeles Raiders versus Washington Redskins, January 22nd, 1984, by our good friend, Richard J. Yeah. Schmelter. Yeah. Good job, Rich. We appreciate That's you amazing, so very, Rich. very much, Rich. Great job on the new book. Um, I haven't started reading this thing yet. I uh, plan to get into it very soon. Um, but basically, uh, so Rich is, we got to know Rich because he wrote the uh, the Raiders, uh, their almanac. And so the, sure. And, or the Raiders Encyclopedia, which yeah. basically covered the Raiders from 1960 to 2010, right? So for that 50-year history of the team. Uh, and, and so that's how we got to know Rich. And this is his new book, uh, Championship Diary. He's going to do a bunch of these. Yeah. They're not all going to be Raiders related because he's just an NFL guy in general. Um, he's up there in Canton at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the, the same region. Um, but anyways, but so this book, uh, Championship Diary, kind of does what the, the encyclopedia does. It gives you an introduction. It gives you a kind of a breakdown, a lead up, a preview. But then it gives you like basically like a game by game, play by play, like absolute everything you need to know about this championship season, which was our last championship season uh, for the Raiders. Uh, Rich details all that in this book. And so I can't wait to, this is like, you, like you want to do some Raider nerd shit? And I mean that <laughs> with the utmost of respect. This is the kind of stuff you want to read. You want to be able to nail some trivia questions and you show off around your Raider friends, like read stuff <laughs> like you this. Go. You know what I mean? Yep. Um yeah, so this is, I mean, it's its great stuff, and so congratulations to him. And um, and the last thing I'll say, too, is this, is that, and, uh, and I would I would uh, like to give respect to him because I made the acknowledgments, man. He put me in the acknowledgments. That's so That's cool. Awesome. It's really all of us. I mean, you know, he, he, he says my name, but it's, it's all of us together. It's Raiders Fan Radio, and he says to the incredible host, uh, Raiders Fan Radio uh, podcast, Murph, Murph interviewed me about my Raiders encyclopedia uh, that I wrote years earlier. And through that interview, I was given the chance to have a show on Murph's network called Flashback, uh, dedicated to famous and infamous moments in Raider history. Thank you so much, my Raider brother, for believing in my on-air abilities. But, uh, much, absolutely, much, Rich, much and, and, and congratulations on the new book. Um, once his schedule settles down after uh, you know the, the, the whirlwind of just releasing a brand new book, we'll get him back on, and, and you'll have Silver and Black Flashback back on the network here again. And so congratulations to Rich, and much, much respect, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm going to get uh, – so Paul – Paul in the oh. chat says he already bought his. Oh. He got it yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah, he nice. already got. Yeah, he got his yesterday. And then respect to Jason Hunter in the chat, just supporting my Raider Nation family, uh, Raider Nation for life. Uh, Twenty dollar donation to the One Nation. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Yep. Much respect. Much respect. That's awesome. Uh, uh, Kevin Wynn is in the chat there. What's up, Kevin Wynn? Uh, he loves my that uh, when I drop the word anticipate. Oh, just the <laughs> best word, the, the new word that I invented. Yeah, anticipate. Yeah, he loves that and 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 hits me up on Twitter all the time and like tags me in in, in his posts. I love and it. Anybody that's being shitty about the Raiders season <laughs> in August. He's like, hey, Murph, here's another one. <laughs> and there you go. So yeah, so uh, so much respect there, Kevin Wynn. Appreciate you. All right, so. Hey, guys, it's almost football season. Did you know? Oh, oh let's go. Let's go. All right, so we are, as of today, we are 11 days from the start of the regular season. Yes. Yeah. Okay? All right, so to celebrate, 
um, the fact that we are 11 days. Let's celebrate Sebastian Janikowski. Why oh, not? Yeah. Right? The ultimate, baby. The, the ultimate 11 and, yeah. and, and, until freaking, uh, apparently, Trey Tucker took 11. Yep. Right? So, uh, but other than that, uh, I think most famously for the Raiders, it is, uh, it is Sebastian Janikowski that wore the number 11. And so I've got a clip for you here. This is recently, this is from the Pat McAfee show. Oh. And this is Pat McAfee basically talking about if Leckler and Seabass were not only the best kicking duo of all time, but could they put down any other kicking duos in a drinking contest? Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, speaking of, of Seabass, you guys together were just one of the most dynamic duos as far as kicking was ever concerned. You think there's, I think you think you guys are at the top of the list as far as a kicking tandem uh, <clears throat> that can uh, drink? So McAfee's over there going like, <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, in the last- yeah, because McAfee is him and Vinatieri. Oh. Right. Pretty solid. Yeah. Pretty yeah. solid. So yeah. I love I love McAfee over there clearing his throat. Last part, 100%. We win. Uh, hands down. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, 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 probably. Are you saying Vinny could go? Vinny can. I don't know if he's going as much as Seabass, though. <laughs> and Shane is like a professional. He's drinking six beers after practice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you're definitely good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, 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 definitely. I mean, I, I know, I know, you know, Pat and I probably could, could hang out pretty Evenly, there's not many people in this world that can run with Seabat. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome, huh? Still? Oh my gosh, he's a beauty. One of my favorite he's teammates ever. I mean, he just did. He just didn't get. He was great, and he didn't give a shit what anybody thought about him. And I could respect that so much because you know us. We're like, oh god, look who's that coach is pissed off at me. This coach is pissed off at me. He didn't care. <laughs> I mean, we had moments where there was a special teams coach in Oakland that he did not like, and I didn't like him either. We there was there was not a lot of respect there. Me and him, we kind of missed curfew in Napa one night, and we kind of got caught. And he said he wouldn't tell anybody. Next thing you know, he told him right away. <laughs> and so we go out. We hear about it before the field goal session and practice. And so we're in team field goal, and Seabass like points to the left. And I hold the ball, and he misses about a foot outside the left upright. He backs up, kicks again. He points to his right, misses about a foot outside the right. He missed by a foot on each side that he pointed at every time and did not make one on purpose just to piss off everybody after that. Love that. Love it. Hey, Rat, yeah, this is what you're dealing with here. Let me just go ahead and tell you yep. exactly where I'm putting this. You keep your mouth shut. If we're late at Napa, sue us. Yeah. I'm Janikowski. Yeah. That's Shane Le- You put us in wine country. What do you want from yes. me? I, what a place to do training camp. I couldn't imagine. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, uh, I'm not a big wine drinker, but there was plenty of it, and it was offered to us all the time, and great golf courses to go play in between practices or <laughs> after practice. Or during. It was fun, man. Yeah, <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> all right, so they're good. So good stuff there from, from those guys. And How love, cool is that? Her I love Le- that. Having her Leckler often in interviews. Right. right. And so that was pretty cool to hear from Shane there. And uh, so I did a little, just a little uh, Murph investigative reporting here. Okay. I think the special teams coach, I'm just guessing, but I'm guessing it was Ted Dasher. Ted Dasher was a special teams coordinator for the Oakland Raiders in the 2006 season. Okay. Why do I think that that's my guess? Dasher's record as the team's special teams coordinator was 2-14, and 14, making him the least successful special teams coordinator in Las Vegas Raiders history. Oh. Wow. I'm going to go with that guy. 
I'm going to go okay. with that guy. And he was a freaking rat, you know? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, kidding. Yeah. So I love it. So Seabass just starts whiffing field goals on purpose. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. All right, Raider Nation, as I mentioned, uh, you can uh, support the show a multitude of ways. And one of those ways is by just doing a like, doing a subscribe, hitting a thumbs up because it generates advertising opportunities for us. And so I've got one to read for you tonight. And this is, uh, comes from our good friends over at Caesars. So, so the offer is Caesars, new customers. You bet 50, you get $250 in bonus bets. And all you got to do is at sign up, put in the promo code RFRGET. That's R-F-R-G-E-T. This is for uh, anybody in Arizona and Colorado. Uh, so anybody there behind enemy lines, uh, you can sign up for this with RFRGET and get $250 in bonus bets. Uh, so we're going to kick off the NFL season with a bet 50, get 250, limited time offer. New users can sign up with our code RFRGET and redeem $250 in bonus bets after placing your first wager of $50 on any NFL game. I feel like I got to do my radio voice. <clears throat> do better with that. Even if your first bet loses, you receive one $50 bonus bet credit each week over the next five weeks. Be sure to enter our code RFRGET while signing up to have a bet on Caesars every week for the start of the season. That's RFRGET. Offer is available only for new customers who are 21 and over. Physically present in Arizona, Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. <laughs> nice. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook. Good job, pal. Yeah, that Thanks. was. Thanks. That was after a few happy dads over here, too. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. All right, Michelle, you know what uh, what Lebowski has to say. Oh, yeah. New shit's come to life. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and, you know... Uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. All right, so we got a lot of new shit to cover this week, uh, Raider Nation. Man, we're going to get to the kind of the roster uh, here in a minute. We're going to just kind of throw it around and just and just talk amongst ourselves, and we want to hear from you guys, too, everybody that's in the chat room tonight. In fact, before I get rolling on this thing, Michelle, if you don't mind, shout out who's in the chat room in there. Yeah, we got um, Vibes in there. Um, hey, Kill baby. Jadis, the Grumpy Raider fans in there. Ron, of course. Hooligan Nation. Ty Davis is in there. Carlos. Matthew Mangus. Alon Bush is in there. Let's Who else we got? Oh, oh, I said Paul, I think. Well, Swag wasn't there, but I think he's going to the bathroom. Uh, Raul Flores is in there. Chef B's in there. Yoshi. That listen, everybody's in there. Mrs. Chronicles in there. Hey, yeah. Mrs. Chronicles of the Black Hole. Yeah, Mrs. OG Daniels. Cody, in there. cool. Cody's in there. Hey, cool. Cody. Ah, oh, BRT. The Big Raider Truckers in there. Oh yeah, what's yeah, up? Just checked in. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And we've got we've got a call from him later, oh, and cool. uh, and also Elon. Man, uh, hang in there. If you, it's yeah, it's going to be a long show. Uh, but if you can make it towards the end, we got something for you, my friend. Yeah. And uh, something that I missed uh, on last week. So hang in there on that. All right. So a lot of stuff has come up. Again, we're going to talk about the rosters here in, in just a little bit. Um, but before we get to that, I want to talk about this interview. 
Speaking of Will Compton, like we don't freaking give bussing guys enough props around here, enough shout outs. But, uh, you know, look, at good, good show production is good show production. And um, if you don't follow them uh, or their podcast, which I don't know why you wouldn't, because if you're a Raider fan, you get the best Raider interviews on that show. Yeah. And I mean yeah. that. 100%. Sincerely, even if we had nothing to do or didn't know those guys, I would my opinion wouldn't sway. There's something about when you, when you're a really good interviewer and I think along the t- the lines of like Dan Patrick, Rich Eisen, even Jim Rome to a certain extent and look, I'm not putting these guys on the Mount Rushmore of all-time freaking like sports interviewers, but there's there's an element that they share with what some of those those other guys are and that when you get players and coaches on those shows, their defenses come down mm-hmm. and they get yep. they get lighthearted and they share things that they normally wouldn't. This isn't like when you watch like the press conferences, and I think we all kind of watch at least a, a big chunk of the press conferences. When McDaniels is at the podium, you're getting coach speak, man. Like you're not getting a ton. When Ziggler is at the podium, you're getting GM speak. When the quarterback is at the podium, you're getting quarterback speak. Like, they're not really giving you an insight into a lot of the things that are going on um, with their decision-making or their strategies or whatever. But on this on their podcast, so they've had Derek has been on there, Darren Waller's been on there, Max has been on there a couple of times, Ziggler's been on there, and now Josh McDaniels is on the latest Bussin' with the Boys podcast. And there is some freaking podcast gold. And again, I'm not trying to freaking, you know, blow smoke up these guys' asses, but they've done a phenomenal job becoming interviewers. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they're still dick and fart jokes and still silly and all that kind of stuff. They don't lose that element and nor should they ever. But they're also able to like tap into these interviewing skills. And I don't know if they've been working on it or if it's just natural, whatever the hell it is. It's coming out great because these, these interviews with these Raiders have been fantastic. So, uh, I'm going to play a couple of clips here. Go listen to the episode. I, I mean, yeah. I could literally, there's so, right. Yeah. There's so many good quotes and sound bites in there that we could do our whole show around the shit that, that, that uh, McDaniels had to say, but obviously we're not going to do that. So, um, Will I got, was even lobbying for a uh, 10.2. Yeah. He yeah. was asking for a workout. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Sure was. Yeah. So, um, so I got a couple here for you. So first and foremost, to, to give you an idea of how they haven't lost their freaking their, their, their sense of humor. When they had uh, head coach of the Tennessee Titans, Mike Vrabel on, he was famous for saying he would oh. cut off his junk <laughs> to win a Super Bowl. Right. So they brought it up to McDaniels and asked him what he would be willing to do to win a Super Bowl. There's a legendary tale of Mike Vrabel saying that he would cut his piece off to win a Super Bowl. Said that in 2019? Uh, Something like that. They went to the, they went to the AFC Championship, and then he said, no, I actually won't do it. And then they, you guys lost. We lost to the kids. If he would have just held right on to he it. He said he would actually not cut his piece yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess what the segue is here is, what are you willing to do to win a Super Bowl? I want to work hard. <laughs> I might give a finger or something. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not, not, not doing that. Yeah. No. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Hey, Josh, I'd cut off a finger for you to win a Super Bowl, too. Absolutely. Um, all right. So um, anyway, so th- th- um, that, and there's a lot of humor in there. And, and so definitely um, check in on, on that. But then also there's some really good, insightful things, I think, that came out. And so anybody that's skeptical of Josh McDaniels, and, and listen, I've had my moments with it, too. I'm sure all three of us here in the fan cave had. And I'm sure many of you in the chat room and otherwise have as well. See, Matthew Mangus in there with, with the clown face. I'm, Josh McDaniels is yeah, not a clown. I don't uh, think it's, so either. It's not. And it, when you listen to interviews like this, the fan narrative gets blown up. It's, 
And so, like, one of the fan narratives, and I've only got one more bite here for you. I'm going to play you this, but I want you to consider this. The fan narrative is that, well, Josh McDaniels didn't change. He's the same guy as what he, he was in Denver. He's not willing to adjust um, his coaching style. He's not willing to adjust his offense to the, to the talent that he has on the field, to the players. None of that is true. And all of that gets addressed in this freaking interview. And you find out that Josh McDaniels is way more flexible than, than you thought he was. Maybe there were some other elements that were inflexible, and that's why that there was a, a little Speaking bit of... Speaking of Will a, Compton. We'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it there. All right? So, and we're not talking about Will being inflexible. So, no. But what I am, we are telling you this, Raider Nation, is that there are a lot of fan theories that get destroyed in this interview. So I would encourage you to listen to it. Um, and here's one of the things. So I mentioned about how there's that narrative that, oh, he hasn't done anything different since his days in, in, in Denver. And, you know, and the players don't like him and blah, blah, blah. Listen to what the man has to say. What, um, now, now being with the Raiders, what do you feel like you've learned since your first stint with Denver as a head coach and now getting another opportunity with Vegas? Well, you got to do it your own way. And I think when I left the first time, you know, there was such a, uh, I didn't have a lot of wisdom about how to do it other than what I had seen. And what I had seen was great, but you just can't go somewhere and just replicate that immediately. That's impossible. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I was trying to do things that I had witnessed, but it just really, that doesn't necessarily fit, especially when you're 32, you know? So um, I made a lot of mistakes myself and really had an, the time that was really important for me was when I was done in Denver in 10 and then taken, you know, the number of years that I did to kind of go back through and say, okay, you know, this is how I handled that. This is what I would do now. Yeah. And, and just really kind of look at it and say, okay, I know what I have to do the next time if I ever get one, if I'm blessed to have a shot at it. And it's just got to be authentic and it's got to be you. And I have a different personality than Bill and, you know, than Mike and everybody else. And so you just got to be yourself. And I've learned how to do that more. I'm much more at ease uh, just, you know, distributing things to the guys that are around me. I have a great support staff and they handle all their stuff. The coaching staff does a great job. And I try to manage the team from the head coach position through my own spirit and, you know, how I interact with them every day. So um, I'm happy with what we're trying to do. I'm at peace with it. And I know it's authentic. All right. So here's, I got just a couple quick thoughts. I'm going to throw it to you, Swag Jeff. So first off, like, you know, I got Matthew Mangus is in the <laughs> chat. They're, you know, blowing it up with clown faces and yawns and all that kind of stuff. And listen, some people, you're just, we're just, you're just not going to have your mind changed. You've got your mind made up and knock yourself out. You think the guy's a clown. You think he sucks. You think that what he says is disingenuous. Ain't nobody going to change your mind. So you either got, you got two choices, right? Like you either can just freaking tap out or you can accept it for what it is. And I'm not telling you, you got to like the guy as your head coach. Um, but what I, I would encourage you to do is consider the man's words. And when someone tells you they've made a mistake and someone's willing to own their mistake and willing to do work to not only better themselves, but those around them, that deserves at least a little bit of respect. I'm not telling you that the guy's going to go out and win a Super Bowl, but I'm telling you that when you can look back and reflect on the mistakes you've made and on a podcast that has millions of people listening to it, get on there and say, yeah, I did it wrong. I tried to do it like Bill, and I'm not Bill. Exactly. Like, that to me speaks volume. So at a minimum, again, I'm not telling you that like, oh, okay, now all of a sudden I'm bought in and he's going to be the greatest coach in the world. I am willing to tell you, though, is that I can respect somebody that owns their shit and is willing to do something different about it. Like, I, so, 
again, I'm not, no one's here trying to convince you of anything, but like, I would tell you that like, I mean, whether it's your coach or, or of your favorite football team or someone in your, in, in a personal life or otherwise, like it's okay to, that, that, you know, and, and it's that people make mistakes and it's really cool when they can own that and try to move on from it. So I don't know, man, I'm kind of like more on board with McDaniels after this interview than I ever have been. And that's one of the key elements. Why? Cause I just, I can't n- not respect someone that's willing to be vocal about it. Absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, so Mc- when McDaniels was the coach, uh, of Denver back in 2010 or whenever that was, you know, he was, he was a young guy, man. And so He's what 32 else? years He's old, 32 yeah. years old. And what did he know? He knew about winning football from Bill Belichick. So, you know, and he was able to admit that I tried to do it the Bill Belichick way and it ain't working. You know, it didn't work for me. You know, I didn't grasp that concept enough, but he really leaned into that. So when he got let go, he, you know, I really think he, you know, he was able to reassess, do things his own way. And now he's got the second stint here. Like, you know, and, you know, when we've heard from other people that like Josh McDaniels gets a lot of flack for stuff that maybe wasn't on him, mm. you know? So, you know, so, so, you know, but you said, you know, well, you fan however you want to fan. Josh McDaniels should be your favorite head coach. Yeah. Regardless as to what you think about him and how he's doing things, he's the head coach of your Las Vegas Raiders. So if you're just like kind of what you said last week during your post game with uh, with Scott and Mo, much respect, Silver and Black today. If you're rooting against this guy and you're rooting for that, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, come on, man. Like, you're a fan of the Raiders, right? And Josh McDaniels is a Raider. Whether you like it or not, he is. So until he's not, he needs to be your favorite effing coach. Yeah. Because, you know, because if he's successful, then we're successful. That's the and, end. You know what I mean? Like the end, you know? I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think being able to acknowledge, like, the mistakes you made. Like, he talked about, you know, he tried to copy and paste. He thought this is what he thought winning looked like, and he tried to take that and, and roll it over. And I think as you grow and you mature and at the very end, he, I think he said something about authentic, being authentic or whatever. And I think that is, he's come to that point where he's doing the things the way he would do things instead of how he thinks he should be doing things. Absolutely. So Cause he's I, not Bill. Right. You don't got seven right. rings. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't command the room the same way Bill yeah, Belichick exactly. does. And Matthew, I would ask you to hold your disdain to the end of the season because this is like his season where sort of everything will land on him because last season there were a lot of things that were there weren't pieces that he wanted so let's see what happens I really think this team's gonna surprise everybody I just really I know gosh shit I say it every year but I really (laughs) think he has come to a point where he feels comfortable in the decisions that he's making and I think I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. You know, give Josh McDaniels the benefit of the doubt. You know, yeah. I, I understand. And, and there was people in the chat right there that just said, I'm so effing tired of losing. Yeah, same. I get it. <laughs> we all are. Don't yeah, 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 We yeah. all are. But as a head coach, you know, it's really, really, really hard to be successful. And I'm just going to say it. It's really hard to be successful when you don't have a quarterback and a tight end buying into what you're trying to do. The end. Yeah. And now he's got those pieces. So at the end of the year, if we go 6-11 and 11 again, 
Okay. Yeah. Now, now you can throw the clowns up. Now you can go, well, maybe this guy just ain't for real. Maybe this guy doesn't have Or maybe the he just doesn't have it. North he, Turner was one of the greatest possible. offensive yeah. coordinators right. in the in the NFL and sucked as a head coach. There you and go. And maybe that's Josh McDaniel's lot in life is that he's a great offensive coordinator, but he's not a great head coach. But here's the thing. We don't know that yet. We really don't, because when you look at his track record, yes, so he admitted he made all those mistakes. Then he came into a brand new situation that clearly wasn't ideal right. based on, on some of the, the buy-in from certain players and whatever and some other factors that were going on last year. So when you look at those conditions, like you can't hold him accountable for it yet. And so right. that's where, where, I, where I, 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 I think that we're, we're all kind of saying the same thing, but our timelines are different. Give the you know, give it another year or two. Yeah. If if it if a year or two from now we're still eight and eight, then I'm with you. Then like this thing is sucks. Like this is a right. failure. You had all that time to build the roster exactly the way you wanted to, all those kinds of things. And clearly things aren't winning. If we freaking start giving up second half leads again, right. if we you know what I mean? If all that stuff starts to repeat itself. Then I'm with you. Then it's then start throwing up the, the 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 clown faces. But until we've got a track record with the Las Vegas Raiders, then we just don't know. So it's I'm not telling you that you're that people are wrong per se, but it's easy to be critical because when you're critical, you're most of the time you're right. Mm-hmm. Well, not only because of the Raiders have lost over 20 years, but because most of the teams in the NFL don't do great. Most of the teams in the NFL don't make the playoffs. M- certainly most of them don't make a divisional championship or go to the Super Bowl. Most every team you could be critical of, if you have something negative to say about them, you usually end up right. So it's it's easy to be negative. It's e- that's, a, that's the path of least resistance. What's tough is to look at a situation, critically think, your way through it and try to find something positive because guess what why not us like there's new teams that erupt from the league every year and this is the year that none of us are expecting the Raiders to do a lot so now it's like well maybe if they do do a little bit of something like we kind of have hope in that versus last year I'll tell you what I'll say this and I'm gonna go to you Jeff I would much rather be in the position we are now where we're all coming off a six win year going like eh, I don't know are we a eight nine ten win team Maybe if we get lucky, could we win 10 or 11 and, and be in the running for a playoff spot? Eh, maybe that was sure would be a nice surprise versus last year when all of us are going, Derek's got everything he needs. We got the, the, a great offensive mind. We've got the best wide receiver in football. We're going to the AFC championship game. And this might even be a Super Bowl run. And guess what? Wah, wah. We all, it was the biggest shit disappointment last year because we went into the uh, out of the offseason into the season thinking that we were going to be freaking awesome. I would way rather be in this position where we're like, I don't know what we're going to be. We might be okay and have the Raiders exceed because then if they exceed, then we're thrilled. And then if they fall back or they perform the same, then it's like, yeah, okay. Well, now you just kind of confirmed all the shit that we thought about six wins. Yep. That was it. And so, you know what I mean? And then maybe he gets one more year after that. And, you know, I think Ziggler's probably got a little more runway than he does, but like the point being though, is that like to lean into these narratives and and have your mind made up already in August, I think is doing your fandom a disservice. Yeah, man. So, so I'll say this. So, So for all the folks that, uh, that, that were ride or die Derek Carr people, and that would make a million excuses 
for our previous quarterback of, oh, well, you know, he had he didn't have weapons. He didn't have defense. He didn't have this. One of the biggest ones was he didn't have consistency in the head coaching position or in the coordinator position or anything like that. So for those folks that are now shitting on Josh McDaniels and this coaching staff, like ease up on that shit because now we're trying to do it like maybe the right way, like giving some of these coaches a runway and you know because I feel like we're so used to now as Raider Nation we're so used to that revolving door at the coaching position Mm. whether it be head coach whether it be offensive coordinator whatever whatever Derek Carr had what five or six during his career it's been like that since Tom freaking Flores by the way you know what I mean for sure we wouldn't have had consistency until John Gruden if John Gruden would have fired off dumbass emails Uh, well you know what I mean like you're exactly right but so but like so let's look at it in another way. Let's give these guys like like a actual runway. Yeah. Like let's let them build something. I feel like like you said with John Gruden, like he was building something and it was like it was starting to go good. Like we saw like that shit and like unfortunately for John what happened happened, but like some of these other coaches prior to him and stuff like that, they didn't get like the full runway, you know? I mean it was just well, Del Rio might have been Del, the closest. Del Rio right, might yeah. have been the closest. But then he embarrassed Mark. And once you embarrass Mark, That's it. done. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> yes. done. He's his, he's his yeah. old man's son. There Hang you, on, there let you him handle that for long. But, yeah. like, give Josh McDaniels, like, a little bit of runway, man. You know, yes, we... We're, we won six games last year. That's ass, man. That's terrible. Ass? That sucks, man. I hate it. I hate it. But, like, four or five of those were, like, you know... Like heartbreaker ones, like you yeah. know, my gosh, we had a twenty point lead against Arizona and we shit the bed. Like, give these guys an opportunity to like fix those mistakes. Yeah. We've got the same crew, we've got the same guys. They're more bought in. They're into the system. Like they get what we're trying to do now. So like, give them a chance before we start shitting yeah. on them, man. Well, I- they and they talk about that in in the interview too about how like I, I loved it, Michelle, when when they were talking about Travis Kelsey, oh. and he's like. We double teamed him (laughs) all game long and he had four catches for touchdowns and 24 yards or whatever. But it was like, those were the kind of heartbreaking losses that, you know, listen, in one way or the other, you're the head coach. You're going to be responsible for the win loss of of this football team. But, but again, I don't you think that like it, it, I don't know if I don't want to use the word deserve because I don't don't think anybody just really deserves anything, but like, I think that it's prudent and or, or it's smart. Like what Jeff's talking about to give the guy a little bit more of a runway before we make up our minds entirely, right? Yeah, no, I think, because we're, listen, we live in a world of instant gratification. And we as Raiders fans, on even worse note, we are like starving animals. We haven't had a whole lot of good. And so I think everyone's just kind of turning on each other. Like, I think that's what's happening. Like, if we were winning, you know, everybody would be high-fiving and patting each other on the back. But I, so I think it it's It does feel be, like it's the flavor of the week to get mad to at each get other mad about. To get mad at each other yeah, and to, yeah. you know, say that you're wrong or you're this or you're stupid or you're whatever. Like, it's, I, I think until things get good, it's going to be bad. Like, I just, it's, and, and I was saying that we're so instant. Everything happens instantly. So, when you think about giving people time to develop or giving a, a, a scheme time to develop or, a, you know, teams time to learn, there is they don't give time for that because everything you have to know it right away. So I just feel like, yeah, I think until it gets good, it's going to be like this. It's it's hard. And I, I, it's hard I, to find that joy. Yeah. Well, I, well, and I love what you said right there, because this generation, I'm, I'm a younger guy, you know, you're absolutely right. Everyone wants everything now. right now. 
Right yeah. now. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give it's all right now. I want it in 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. No, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back. And here's okay, why. Push okay. Back. Uh, in defense of anybody that would does, does want, because when you have a track record of sucking, mm-hmm. okay, and you see evidence of other teams in the right. NFL turning it around on a dime, oh, yeah. that's what informs that expectation. So I don't, th- I don't necessarily begrudge anybody that says, no, let's, let's start winning now. But at the same time, I think that if even if you do want to see it win now, if you're not able, to, if it blinds you to the improvements yeah. or the what the situation or scenarios are, I think that's a misstep. I think yeah. that we could be better at that and taking all of the information in. And I think and, that's what I'm talking about. What I was like, I, that's kind of what I'm talking about when I say we want they want it so fast. I it, because it happens. You see it. You see other teams. And I and come I, out of nowhere. Two pieces, yeah, and sure. Then like, and I get it as a I get yeah. it as a whole that Raider Nation wants. I mean, we all want yes the the prize at the end, right? Oh, we yeah. want to be champions. Yeah, you know, I get it. You know, but you know, when you look at the big picture and you look at all that, when you have you know very crucial pieces of your team that are not seeing eye to eye mm. with what you got going on and what the whole plan is, like. That's really hard to be successful. That's a nail I, I in the tire. I, I, it's yeah. really hard oh, to be successful. Yeah. So yeah. now, yeah. so now is the year, mm-hmm. right? I agree. So, so, if Josh, so if Josh shits the bet again, if we win six, seven games, you know, I mean, God forbid More we win. More second half collapses, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. If we see the same shit with his guys, mm-hmm. now it's a Josh then McDaniels problem. Now it's not a player problem. Now it's, hey, man, what you're teaching ain't clicking. You know, right. So right. now we move on. But in but until we see what he's actually got cooking yeah. with the people that he's got going, like, I mean, how do we know? Right. I mean, we can't know yet. So don't I understand you could be discouraged. Hell, yeah. we're all Same, yeah. We're all discouraged. <laughs> We've been discouraged since nineteen or nineteen eighty four, right? This last year was rough, man. This last year we was were really down rough. bad because yeah. we were so high. That's the thing. Yes, That's what I'm yes, saying. So high. <laughs> so so yeah, so give him a chance. I'm telling you, man, and I'll lean on what I said last week and what we've kind of been talking about for a few weeks now. This season just, I don't know, the autumn wind is blowing, man, and it's blowing a certain way, man. Like, I I feel that breeze, man. Like, something feels different. You know, listen, all we got to do is, and 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 this is not crazy, bold prediction, like, clickbaity kind of statements here. I truly believe this. We can sweep the Chargers. Yes. We can sweep the Broncos. Yes. And we can split with the Chiefs. Yes. Okay. That's Truth. five wins right there. Yep. Even as tough as our schedule is, it's not unheard of. Even in bad incarnations of the Raiders, if you want to use the past to inform the present, we've done that. So if we can accomplish that, I think that the rest of it, I don't want to say it takes care of itself mm-hmm. because there are other games in there, you know, against the Jets and the Giants. And there, there are other games that are going to be tough in there. But if we can do those two, those three things, take care of your division, have a winning record in the division, including splitting with the Chiefs, I'm telling you y'all, yeah. like all of a sudden it looks very feasible that we could have a good season. Like, you know, and that if you can do that and we know we can do that, that's only one more win to tie our entire win total from last year. And we can start off by doing it week one against the goddamn donkeys. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm telling you, man, like it, it's, I don't think this thing is as dire 
as what some folks are making it out to be. I don't think anybody's being overly optimistic. I don't see anybody out there other than just us with our silver and black hearts wanting the Raiders to freaking go and win the Super Bowl. I don't think anybody in your if, – if I had to bet my mortgage tomorrow, I'd bet nine and eight. Yeah. On the season. I think that we're going to go from six wins to nine wins. It's going to be enough of improvement for Josh McDaniels to keep his job. We'll have a middle of the road draft pick and it will be Raiders. We did better. We did better than we did last year. Just yeah. like, right. Oh, hey, and we're not as bad as we used to be. Yeah. Right. That'll be the narrative. But then going into next season, it'll be like, all right, coming off nine wins. There better be 12 on the horizon. Right. And then yeah. now we're going to make a playoff run. Right. Like I can just see this thing with my silver and black glasses coming a mile away. Like, uh, telling you, if I had to bet on it, it would be nine and eight. But anyways, bottom line is, as Jeff said, as we all have kind of said in different versions of it, don't make up your mind. Actually, I take that back. You do whatever the hell yeah, you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, this, is not, this is not, your fandom is not my, my management responsibility. But I would encourage you. I would encourage you to, 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 in order to have peace in your fandom and be able to enjoy this season for what it's going to be, don't make up your mind today. Let it play out a little bit first before we start freaking, you know, yeah. really leaning into what our narratives are going to be. We haven't be. played week one yet. That's what I'm right. Let the narratives make themselves. Let's not do it for them, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, watch right. watch a movie. Don't just guess what's going to happen. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Watch like, the trailer and go, Let's oh, let yeah. shit play out. Yeah. 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 Don't anticipate, Kevin Wynn. There you go. There we go. All right, Jeff, hit a break for us, and then let's, uh, let's jump into Rob Ryan. Okay. Lively discussion. Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Happy Dad is good. Happy Dad's good. It's good shit, man. Even the watermelon's good, and I'm not a big oh. watermelon guy. No, no, no watermelon flavored thing. Watermelon flavored things are banana flavored things. I don't yeah, like either ugh. one of those things. I love, I love them all. Oh, Do banana really? flavored things? Banana flavored things are Bruh. never. No, it's good. No, I love uh, it. no I'm with you, Michelle. Uh, yeah. yeah, y'all are stupid. No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess enjoying Jeez, banana Jeff. flavored things is the reason why I was 270 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah. that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, our, our good buddy Frankie Mosqueda in the chat room there says, "I'd be happy if we beat the Queefs twice and won six games again." You know what? That's the kind of stuff that, like, and I want to go back on the on that whole tangent again. But like, those are the kind of things that, like, even if we underperform total record wise, if you can't tell me <laughs> in your Raider hardiest of hearts. If we sweep the Chiefs and go eight and nine, there ain't a part of you that's Listen. going, oh boy, we got something here. Because yep. the Chiefs are literally the bar. Yeah. Like they're the. Absolutely. So well, we can that- get past them. Uh, there's, no, I, I will promise you, there's not one of you in there that if the Raiders underperformed a little bit in terms of being 500, which can't be 500 anymore, but if they had a quote losing record because eight wins is now a losing record, and we two of those wins are the Chiefs. Man. You can't tell me there's not even a sliver of you that's got some hope and optimism going into the to next season. Right, Michelle? Yeah, no, that because to me, that's like you said, that's sort of the goal. Beating the Chiefs is the goal. They're the standard that you have to reach. So if we can beat them, then it shows me that we are moving in the right direction. There, 
the team's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. That, that's what that means. Because yeah. that's what Heck we're yeah. building to I'm do. I'm throwing a friggin' party if we beat the Chiefs twice. Oh, my God. Like, come on. How bad were we, speaking of being down, how bad were we down when freaking Deshaun Jackson, Michelle, spins around and fumbles the ball into oh. oblivion? Listen, we're lucky we were in your house because <laughs> I would have broke something at my house. That was, that was almost like unbelievable. The highest of the high and the lowest <laughs> of the low in about six seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, boy, that happened. That turned around fast, oh, and that shit hurt. That hurt. It's rough, man. So that's what I'm saying, you know, Raider Nation. If we, you never know, yeah. you never know, and and that's what, and if you know, assuming Josh McDaniels is is doing the job that that we we hope that he is, he's building to beat the Chiefs. That's yeah. it. That's the it. end. The end. Mm-hmm. It don't. Right. Ma- you know what I mean? And because if you're good enough to beat the Chiefs, you can beat anybody. That's right. Well, and that's it. And that's what I was just gonna say. If we're sweeping the Chiefs. We ain't winning six games. We're winning winning 12 or 13 because, I mean, that's the bar, man. You know, if you're sweeping the Chiefs, you got a special team, bro. That's right. That's right. Good stuff there, Swaggo. Good stuff. All right, so let's go uh, lighter journey into the dark side here. So let's check in with, uh, with my uncle. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's Uncle Mosh. Uh, other people know him as Rob Ryan uh, because if you've ever seen uh, our Uncle Mosh and Rob Ryan in the same room, you're lying because they're the same person. Yep. Uh, they they look exactly alike. Um, same body type, same hair, same everything. And so uh, um, we appreciate Rob Ryan and his. I didn't realize this. So he's not a defensive line coach this year. He's a senior defensive assistant. Okay. So basically, he's like right behind Patrick Graham in the pecking order in terms oh, of like running the defense. Good. And so, yeah, and 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 you know, those of us that have been Raider fans for a hot minute, we remember when when Rob Ryan was our defensive coordinator and had the team playing pretty good uh, on defense. And he's just he's funny. So go back to that McDaniel's interview. Yeah. They asked him about you know uh-huh. all the mic'd up stuff, and and he says, yeah, he goes, you know, when in doubt, put a mic on Rob and play that for the players, they get such a big kick out of the guy because he's so funny. So I've got uh, almost three minutes for you of Rob Ryan mic'd up at at, uh, at practice the other day. And I, and this is not even half of what the Raiders posted up about it because it's so long. So I would encourage you to go out there and check it out. But this is so funny, and we just love us some Rob Ryan. Morning, Rob. Morning. How you doing? Oh, what, are you going to make me dive for it? I'm hot today. Hey. You're hot, Mark? Oh, <laughs> where is it? Let's hopefully we calm down a little. Yeah, that's right. right. That's what we the do. Goat. How we do it. Take this ass whipping personal, kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing personal. You and your brother don't be ganging up on us after we whoop out that ass. <laughs> So he's talking to the Lombardi brothers. So Mick Lombardi, who is our offensive coordinator. Right. And then his brother is like a quarterback assistant or something like that. Yeah. And so they're going against each other in practice. So he's talking mad shit to the Lombardis. Here's why they have a sale. We got two quarterbacks and visors. I don't know what it is. Well, we got three visors out there. (laughs) It's a new game. It's a new game. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's kick (laughs) baby. Let's go. Have some fun out. Hey, hey. Hey, baby. You know you always want me that we do it. You know how we do it, Jan. That black looks thinning on you. Thank uh, you. don't think. Josh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I thank you very much. Bring that attitude, fellas. Let's go. Room to work. Step up in there, ready to kick ass. Come on, Jan. Let's go, baby. Way to go, violent shit, baby. Good 
Way to whip his ass, Chad. There you go, punch that ball out. Everybody get their minds right. We're going out there to kick ass. One thing. Seek and destroy, baby. Let's get it. Beautiful, Max. Beautiful. Yeah. Shut the the Yeah, we got a little hot today. We're hot today. We're hot today. Yeah. No, I was going to tell you eventually, but I was going to try to sneak it in there. Hunter sees everything. See, that's problem with that smart guy. Like he, <laughs> he can get away with a defensive guy sometimes, you know, but <laughs> smart guys. When they go in there and line up and go get somebody else. I got this guy here. Him and his brother, though. They, they, you know how them Jersey guys are? They have to fight you in gangs. <laughs> Put some of that Louisiana hot sauce on that ass. <laughs> Come Water on boom. over. We're handing out ass whippings over. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come and get some of it. Come and get some. Hey, great hot day, too. You know, it's hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. We need it. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Hotter the better. That's right. For guys like us. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins, as long as it's the Raiders. All right, I appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Michelle, who do we got in there? All right, we got James Farrell. He's in there. Matthew Mangus. Ty Davis. Uh, Frankie Mosqueda's in there. Paul. Paul? Custom Cali Tools is in there. Hooligan Nation. Uh, cool Cody. PGF Raider. PGF Raider. Um, T uh, Hom is T three sports guy. Yeah, that's T Hom. Yeah, T Hom's yeah. in there. DJ oh. Lenny Daniels in there. Storm, <laughs> T- Ty's in there. Listen, all of the major players are in here. M eighty five's in there. I said Storm. Yeah. Oh, Wendy. Forgot about Wendy. Hey, Wendy. Wendy, call the show or send us an email. <laughs> we want to make you a made woman in here. Uh, we appreciate yeah. you uh, so very, very much, uh, Raider Nation. Appreciate Devin Blatzer, or Blazer, Blazer, Blazer. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, Raul Flores, oh, Vic Jay, Sacramento, Jay's a lot of there. new ga- names in there. I yeah. uh, appreciate you. Uh, Devin says, hello from Tucson. Uh, what's up from Tucson? Big country's in there. Uh, we're going to hear from Big Country in a little bit. Oh, Wendy says she sent an email today. I didn't get it. Oh. I don't have an email from you, Wendy. Uh, which, um, Oh. To, yeah, let's let's figure it's show at RaidersFanRadio.com or maybe I I don't think it would end up in a spam folder. But anyways, I apologize, Wendy. I don't have a, a uh, an email from you, but um, we will definitely get it get it back in. Uh, we appreciate you very very much. Wendy's the best. Um, okay, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the roster. The initial of course you did the initial uh, cut downs and uh, you know this is like a, um, this is an interesting one here. So. In the in the cutdowns, like I, I I don't know why, or maybe I maybe I should or shouldn't. I don't know, but I'm just gonna tell you how I feel about it. I feel bad for a lot of these guys. Oh yeah, I feel bad. Like the first thing I always think about when we go through cuts is that these young men have been playing football since they were little kids for the most part. You know, certainly through high school, through college, and you know, if you're good enough to make it even to an NFL training camp, you are probably the best player at your high school. Oh like, sure, you know what I mean for. A, for most of these guys, like, you know, you, you were really good in your high school, good enough to make it to a division one school, or even, even some of the uh, group of five schools go to the group of five, you go and then you, then you get drafted or maybe you're undrafted, but you get invited to training camp. Like you're kind of like, and if you were say you were a group of five school, you're probably one of the better players on that team. And so sure. 
these guys have kind of been the best in their respective places for a long time. And then you get to the NFL, maybe it's your second or third training camp. Yeah, you might have a shot on P-Squad, but there's 20 guys that are going home and maybe not getting signed anywhere else. And those dreams and those all that stuff is completely over and you're 27 years old or you're 25 or 24 or whatever. Like that whole idea that like they've invested so much into these, to their goals and their craft and to like, and to have everything you've ever done, just pow, it's done. Like there's a, there's a, I got a heart for that, man. And I just feel for these guys. So anyways, all that said from a, from, but from a sports landscape, from a competitive position, um, let's go ahead and look and see what the Raiders roster looks like. Um, Was there anything to you guys that was surprising. Michelle, was there anybody that you thought maybe were going to make the team, but then didn't make the team? Jeff, I'd throw it to you too. Like, do you guys, is there anybody, Michelle, that jumped out at you or somebody that you saw in like the preseason or whatever that you kind of were rooting for for whatever reason? No, I didn't think Amik was going to make the team. Amik Robertson, I really didn't think he was. But so I was surprised to see that. I mean, shouts out, Amik. Way to go. Good job. But, yeah, I, that, but I don't think there was any other – I mean, there were, like, names that I saw, like, in that third preseason game that, like, looked like they were showing promise. But I know, like, third preseason games seems like that's – you're on the fringe. They're kind of all like. going home yeah. for the most – you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 Anybody for you, Swago, that you thought was going to make the team that didn't? Uh, you know, frankly, uh, I, I was a little bit surprised that we, uh, that we kept a guy like Wilkerson in the wide receiver. If we're talking about offense, mm-hmm. uh, Wilkerson made the team. I, I'm thrilled for him. You know, he had some, he had some big plays. I think he led all receivers in receiving yards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Had that beautiful toe tap, uh, toe tap against the, the Rams. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, he, he, I mean, I think he had over a hundred receiving yards in the Cowboys game. Like, I mean, he balled out a little mm-hmm. bit, but like he was kind of one of those guys that I was like, you know, you see him playing super late in the games and stuff like that. You're like, ah, that guy's showing himself off for maybe another team. He'll be a practice squad guy. I was surprised that they got him over a guy like Philip Dorsett. That's the one. Or, that was the one that always like surprised that. me. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, and, and even a guy like Cam Sims that, you know, he wasn't as, you know, he, as far as stat-wise goes, you didn't see as much, but he had those flashy plays. Mm-hmm. He had a couple of those big toe-tap guys. And he's a big guys. dude, too. And, and I thought that dude. was going to be, our, like, maybe our big red zone target type if there guy. Was a, if there was a wide receiver five or six or whoever that was like, like I thought Wilkerson was, you know, solid effort, but like, didn't think he was going to make the squad, but, but like, you know, but respect to him, man. He, he, you know, another former Patriot that Josh McDaniels knows what he's got going on, all that kind of stuff. So, so, so yeah. So, I mean, good for him. You know, I wish him all the success in the world. He's in the silver and black, all that stuff. Um, are, are we keeping it on the offensive side of you? Well, gotta- we go, the, we go either, either where you want to go. I'll tell, I'll give you one for me. So, like, so Michelle mentioned uh, a meek. Um, and so you got, uh, your starting corners are Nate Hobbs, of course, and Marcus Peters with Jacorian Bennett and Brandon Faison. This again, it's according to the early depth chart and we sure. know this thing is fluid and it's going to change a bunch. Um, but we got Jacorian Bennett and Brandon Faison there. And I think that, you know, really like, yes, you list Nate Hobbs as your starting corner and Marcus Peters is the other, but depending on how Jacorian Bennett, uh, develops, you're talking about what? What? Put the oh, camera on you. Oh, sorry. That was a terrible angle. I did the selfie thing on the freaking laptop. That's a horrible angle. Oh, I, hope nice. I hope I didn't have anything in my nose. Um, 
So, uh, you know, you got Nate Hobbs. So I think that ideally, right, like Jacorian Bennett develops early and you kick him outside and it's Bennett and Peters on the outside with Nate Hobbs playing inside. I think I think that's kind of already their plan. I hope so. I hope so, but I think according to the to the to the to the depth chart, you put Nate there cuz he's the veteran guy, you want to respect him. Like I, I so I, I kind of think that's the move. So you got Jacorian Bennett and then Brandon Faison, which I, I thought those were, were were that was basically what I had in my brain for the for the starting for not starting four, but the the top four. Then you got a Meek and David Long Jr. No Duke Shelley, no Tyler Hall. Well, and, those, like, and that's the one. Tyler Hall, I thought because he's such a good inside guy, I thought you could when you know say we go four wide, sure you could put him and Hobbs on the interior. I totally, that's kind of what I right. Totally agree with you. You know, and even the other guy that you said there, you know, so, so they so the Raiders keep a Meek and David Long, and they cut Tyler Hall and Duke Shelley, and I would have swapped that. I would have completely swapped that because you know, I mean, I, I mean. You know, we kind of talked about before, you know, a lot of the, some of these defensive secondary guys, they didn't really like show off a whole lot in preseason. A lot of that stuff was kind of underwhelming. And I look at that Cowboys game specifically, David Long missed a lot of tackles, a lot of tackles and kind of was like put through a blender a little bit on a couple of plays. And you're like, Ooh, that's not too good. Where, you know, Shelly, you know, yes, he didn't stand out from the, from the paper or anything either, but like, you know, I don't know. I just, and Tyler Hall, I, I love that guy. I, I, I really, did too. I was, and, and, I was now, and, for him. Now, yeah. and thankfully he's passed through waivers oh, and Tyler yeah. Hall's on the practice squad. Oh, he's, yeah, he made P squad. So, so, yeah, okay. I didn't see P squad. He made P squad. So, so, so I don't be surprised. If he, if gets, he gets called, called back up, up, right, yeah. especially you know. if there's any kind of an injury or because anything like that. Because I think on the P squad, like you can have. Yeah, like, who do we got there? So, uh, okay, so, I, so yeah, shout out Michelle. I apologize because when I was putting the show together, I I didn't have time to look at the P squad um, today. David Agoa, if that's I don't know if he's that's say our it. international player. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, he's the guy that had that big explosive sack there in oh, the in yeah. the Cowboys. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthew Butler, McClendon Curtis, Cole Fotheringham. Fotheringham. Okay. Oh, he had oh, a good he preseason. Could, he made it. He, he made yeah. it. The that's squad. a name good. I do remember. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, Jaden Grant, Tyler Hall, Kanai Mauga, Mauga. Okay. Mauga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sincere McCormick, uh, Natane Moody, Isaac Rochelle, Devin Ross, John Samuel, Shanker, Sam Webb, and Antoine Wesley. Oh, good. Okay. okay. So yeah. Sam Webb, I, uh, Isaiah Rochelle, that's a good one. Or the Isaac Rochelle mm-hmm. is Sorry, interesting Isaac. to me because so on, I don't think I follow her, but I come across his wife's TikTok a lot. And you were talking about how these guys like, you know, they play and then if they get cut, that's it sometimes for them. And you don't think about those because she's pregnant and like, oh my you gosh. know, so like she was before they cut, you know, like on cut day or whatever, she was just talking about how I kind of want to know where I'm going to have my baby, you know, sure. like you don't think wow, about see, those things. Isn't that things. crazy to think about that yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's, I, it, I mean, I don't know the practice squad, like that's at least he's there. You security. Know? So they kind of have it's a little security. bit of security. Yeah. I don't I don't know how far along she is because I don't follow her page, but she pops up every so often. Right on. And I remember seeing that and just yeah. thinking, God, yeah, you don't think about those things. You don't think like family got kids. It's the human She's side of it. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, wild. hundred percent. hundred percent. Well, another another high and a low to me. Um uh the the low be I, I really wish we could have kept Drake Thomas. Drake oh Thomas. yeah, that was Drake our guy. Thomas, we were know, rooting for Drake. Hey, yeah, fly yeah. high, my short king. <laughs> fly high, my short king. Drake Thomas, much respect to you. I was, re- I, I really thought that he was going to make the roster, especially with uh, 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 
what what's the cat's name out of uh, Kansas City that we got uh, and brought in, and then went to IR? Um, oh. Damian something or another. Uh, yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, that guy. Um, uh, which I don't think he made the roster either. So whatever. He didn't. Uh, yeah, but uh, but I was really hoping Drake Thomas was going to see the the final fifty three, and I think a lot of people also thought that. You know, I mean, he was a guy that we talked about early on. Scrappy the had big stats, Scrappy guy, all stuff. Yeah, really quick. You know, good on the blitz, stuff like that. You know, uh, so so it's a real bummer that he and and he didn't even make the P squad. You know, Seattle saw the dog mm. in that guy. And they picked him up. So, so oh, they did. They snagged yeah, him. Okay. Yeah. So right. seeing so, so many guys that you liked that you said that's good, right? I mean, because that so. means there were better people that you'd like well, to think. Well, that's true. It's a, it's a so real, that's, that's it's, good. It's always yeah, a good yeah. problem to have right. when you cut good people. Right, you right, know what I mean? And, yeah. and I feel like we've it's, it's a broken record. We've said it a hundred times during off seasons, like. The Raiders are finally in a good spot. You know, we've cut good people, cut good yeah. people. But like this year, like we really did cut yeah. some really good people. Yeah. Um, but but a positive, and I'll let you talk about it, Murph. Uh, Jester Nate Silvera. Oh, Nestor Jade. Or Nestor Jade, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, okay. Talk about that's, it. that's all right, man. So I I love Nestor Jade. <laughs> the idea that, um, you, you know, look, you there's been some criticism out there for some of the the turnover that the Raiders have had in terms of letting letting some players go that were you know that, you know we had fourth round draft picks that were getting low let, let go for sixes and but and and so and like a guy like Josh DeBow, right uh, he made comments about that how you don't want to trade you know fourth rounders for sixth rounders yeah but mm. no one's talking about when you do hit late on a guy like it's kind of washes itself out. Like it has to, there has to be context involved. Yes. And when you look at a guy like that, that, that did so well in the preseason to the point where you can pass on from somebody else that you just drafted a couple of years ago. I think that that that's an incredibly encouraging um, thing. So, so congratulations to Nesta. And when you look at the inside, listen, there's two areas of this football team, especially on the defense that I think are highly underrated. And, I know that a lot of people are looking for the Raiders to make big moves at linebacker. And shout out Mo, uh, Holy you know, shout out yeah. Midtown Mo and Mo Stradamus. He's been banging the drum for the Raiders to trade for Patrick Queen for <laughs> from day one, right? And so it was funny because the Raiders and Ravens were the last two to release their depth charts, and we were all like, "Oh, is it going to happen?" <laughs> um, but it didn't. And so the Raiders are going to roll with Robert uh, Mickey Spillane. Um, <laughs> Divine Diablo, Luke Masterson, or you're starting three with Curtis Bolton. That's my guy. I'm calling yeah. it right now. Darian Butler and Amari Bernie. I think that's way deeper than people give it credit for. I think that there's a lot of potential there. I'm not telling you it's going to happen. I'm not saying that that's going to be the best linebacking core since Robert Thomas, you know, Thomas Howard and Kirk Morrison, but it's certainly a big step in the right direction compared to what we've had. Now, I know that's not saying a lot because we haven't had a lot of linebacker uh, over the handful of years. Um, but I think that that's a sneaky, good group. Also, I think a sneaky, good group, speaking of Nesta Jade, is you got Max Crosby and freaking Chandler Jones, obviously, Bro, on the yeah. on the edges mm -hmm. with Tyree Wilson up and coming. And we're going to hear about a little bit of Tyree Wilson. Anybody that's out there freaking making up their minds already after one preseason game, yeah, ease up. On Easy that. with that yeah. shit. And so, anyways, but like, so I think there's a lot there. But then Jerry Tillery and Bilal Nichols in the in the in the middle with John Jenkins, Adam Butler, uh, Byron Young, and Nesta J. I'm I'm like, wait a minute. Like, 
It's not that bad. In fact, it might be really freaking good. It might and be the best we've seen in a minute. In a minute, dude. Like, I think that this pass rush in our interior offense or our defensive line, there's a lot freaking that could, potential there, way more than I think folks are giving credit for. Now, again, it's easy to be critical and it's easy to be negative because most of the time you're going to be right. But when you look at this group and you and you look at it, you know, objectively, like that's pretty freaking awesome. And the fact that we got to refresh Chandler Jones, you know, he's dropped some weight. He's, you know what I mean? Like he's looking good. Everything that like, yep, then that got to be nimble in that yeah. freaking Rob Ryan thing. I played, I didn't play a lot of it, but there's a ton of it of him and Chandler. And he's praising Chandler like crazy. He's knocking the ball out. He's getting into the backfield. He's freaking, if Chandler Jones has the impact in the pass rush that he did against the run last year, look the hell out, man. <laughs> Look the hell out because we got to have a Max on one side, defensive player of the year candidate, Chandler going nuts, Tyree Wilson swapping in, these big old dudes like Tillery in the middle. Like, yep. come on, man. How you not get fired up for that? Well, and, and, I, and, it, all dude, starts, I'm, I'm and it all starts in the middle, man. It all starts in the middle, man. So, so, if, so if the big boys up front can cause disruptions, cause pressure, all that stuff, it makes your linebackers look better. It makes your corners look better. It makes your safeties look better. It all starts up front. So, like, you know, say what you will about the linebacker core. Could it be better? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely it could. It ain't so bad. It, it ain't as bad as what That's some people it's, are, are I don't think it's that talking bad. about. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's that bad. You know, could, room for improvement? Absolutely there is. If Does you this know? have the potential? Here's, here, Michelle, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. Does this defense have the potential to be a top 20. God forbid a top 15 defense. When was the last time we had a top yeah. 15? I don't even know. No. Um, chat room, tell me when it was, because I don't think we've been above 20. No. I don't even know. I mean, it's been a long right. time. And I think this, I mean, think about that. For everybody that's out there that's ever screamed defense, right? And there's yeah. a lot of oh, you, yeah. okay, that have screamed, what about the defense? What about the defense? Me. I, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that this defense, this might be, it's, I know it's on paper. Yeah. I'm not yeah. getting crazy, Raider Nation. But I think that for what we saw late in the year last year, the improvements that Patrick Graham made, the adjustments that he made, and then the talent they've acquired, I, I think this could be the year where we not, I'm, I'm not saying we're going to be top 10. We ain't making that big of a jump. But would but it be fair? Be top right, 10, Michelle, though. talk That's on that. That's the thing. Well, because like, okay, and I know you said it's on paper. We get it. It's just on paper. But like when you look at it, it's that there you can see the pressure. And if the front gets the pressure that because the secondary always just looked really terrible, but that's because they the pressure wasn't happening. So it just le leaves it guys all can't on them. cover for freaking can't, exactly. seven, eight, nine right, seconds right. back there. So when you look at it, you see, oh, yeah. And, and now everyone's a little more comfortable in the system. The people that have been there and the ones that haven't can learn from the people that have been there. I mean, you don't have to be a top 10 defense. You just have to be good enough to help carry the offense when the offense isn't carrying you and vice versa. Like, that's all. That's all. That's it. That's it. And, and the last thing I'll throw at you, Raider Nation, and we'll, we'll move on unless you guys got some final points to make. The last thing I'll say is this. Even if we aren't, you know, don't make that top 20, okay? Even if we finish outside of that. If this – and I think this is – I don't want to say it's inarguable because it hasn't happened yet. So it's uh, only a Sith deals in absolutes. But I will tell you this. This defense is poised to create turnovers. Mm -hmm. 
That's yes. what when you look at what we've been doing in in the in the in the preseason, what we've been doing in practice, the ball is ending up in Nate Hobbs's hands. The ball is ending up in Marcus Epps's hands. Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, you're getting home and forcing fumbles. That, that, those things are happening. Mickey Spillane is picking balls off. Mm-hmm. Amari Bernie is that, like, if if we start getting ourselves into a position where we can get the ball back and we can create turnovers and take pressure off of the offense, put them in advantageous positions, give them a short field to work with, let Daniel Carlson go out there and kick 50 yarders instead of freaking <laughs> three and outs. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's yep. a lot out there yep. to be encouraged about on the yeah. defense from a playmaking side. So even if we finish outside of the top defense, which is just purely on yards and stuff like that, can we get off the field on third down? Mm. Can we protect in the red zone? Can we get turnovers? If those three things happen, it really doesn't matter where we, quote, rank. That will put this team in position to win football games. And I don't care how good it was that we had on paper a, a, a last good defense, going back to Cleo Mack even or prior to that. But the last time that we were disruptive on a regular basis, 2002. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. You're absolutely right. You know, I mean, it it all starts up front. I keep keep screaming that. It all starts up front, you know, and and our up front is better than it has been in years. You know, I mean, yeah, we, we saw flashes with Quentin Jefferson and Solomon Thomas and stuff like that. Like, this front four is good and deep. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, man, like, be fired up, Raider Nation. Like, this front four is going to make everybody look better. And, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, even a subpar defense, like, in some positions that we may have, like, you know, we're going to look a whole lot better because of these gr- this group. Tony Shefford in there says 40 sacks, 20 picks. Like, you know what, though? But, like, and, and that's that's a, that's a pretty big number. And, and like, but I'm <laughs> like, I love it. But yeah, you know what, I love though? it. Love it. Guess what? Like, guess what that does for your football? Everybody that's like, oh, Jimmy G, you know, he had the best defense in the Niners. What? Yeah, they were number one ranked defense. But what did they do? They were disruptive. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that's so much more important. Yep. Give me Lester Hayes. Right? Like, give me guys that are going to go out and get the football. That's what Marcus Peters is. Get your hands on the yes. damn football. Be disruptive. You know, the Max that, isn't the only one now. Thank, yeah. thank you. Yes. Yeah, he's not the only one being disruptive. There's so many names that can now make some trouble. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Raider Nation. So, again, we're, we're fired up for it, man. And we might all be full of crap, but we won't, <laughs> we won't know it for about six or seven or eight weeks. But, you know, we'll, we'll certainly find out. This, Absolutely. Well, this and, you, and you talked about uh, Curtis Bolton. Yeah, my guy, man. That's your guy, That's man. my defensive MVP, not named Max Crosby. He may be the young sung hero of this defense. That dude is the All truth. over the place. He's the truth. He's all over the damn He's place. He's the truth, man. Yeah. He's the truth. He's legit, man. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's a lot of youth. Like, a lot of youth. There's a lot of youth. Uh-huh. And so that's nothing but potential for growth with, with a lot of young Hungry guys. God yeah. forbid they start playing well right. and then stay together yeah. as a yeah, unit exactly. going wow. Yeah. What a concept. What a concept. Imagine, yeah. Imagine, right? Yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh. You know, with a, with a cagey vet like Marcus Peters, yeah. I can just like, it's yeah. like, oh my God, whatever. I could hear pontificate yeah. all that long. All right, <laughs> shout out Pineapple there and then play us a break. Yeah, yeah. Pineapple, uh, a better offense will help the defense. 100% truth. Yes. $20 donation hey. to the One Nation hey. Foundation. Pineapple. Thank you, Pineapple. <laughs> You're looking for the power and I'm live on 
Raider Fan Radio. Where you at, baby? This is Kevin, the Raider Nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders. Hey, Kevin. Raiders! Got, we got Grill and Rillin. Say hey, got uh, Uncle Marsh and Mark. I love you guys. Much love from the Black Hole, baby. Just win. All right. Whew. Got some lively discussions yeah. going on tonight, guys. Well, I love yeah. It. The show is at its best when it's conversational. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let you know what, well, let you know, let us know what you think, <laughs> uh, Raider Nation. Uh, everybody that's in the chat room tonight, appreciate Tony Shefford, appreciate Pineapple, of course. Uh, T-Hom is in there. Raider Truth Chicken with his clucks is in there. Uh, <laughs> Foxy. Yeah. Uh, Foxy Scorpio's in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, make stick them great again. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. Oh, uh, Ron the Maid Raider's in there. Just when Wendy is in there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Frankie Mosqueda is in there. Matthew Mangus is in there. Storm is in there. Ty Davis. Vegas Raiders Pete is in there. Paul is in there. Uh, Vic from Sacramento is in there. Hooligan Nation is in there. Uh, let's see. We appreciate so very, very much. Uh, uh, Protect the Shield is in there. Appreciate all of those of you. Uh, Raider Gears and Threads, that's our buddy Jay. I uh, appreciate you so very, very much. And not only being in the chat room, uh, but for supporting Raiders Fan Radio the way that you do. Uh, Diego Ramos is in there. Thank you, Diego. Uh, we appreciate you so very, very much. All right. Um, I'm going to cut short a little bit some of these media clips because we've got a ton of yeah, emails and voicemails to get to. But I'm just going to play one for you. So, okay. Here we just got done, uh, you know, kind of bragging on what we thought this defense was going to be. And there was a lot of criticism that was thrown out Tyree Wilson's way after his uh, preseason game, his first preseason game ever. The first time the guy's been on a football field in like, since I don't know, since November, since November. Um, and yet some portions of our fan base have already made up their mind that this guy is a bust. Um, to say I, we would encourage you to think differently would be an understatement. Um, and here's why. So I mentioned it on the Silver and Black Today show when we did the postgame show. Um, I said, you know, I, we watched him pick up a 300-pound human being. Bro. And, put, and I'm like, Bro. go find somebody that's 300 pounds in your house and try to pick him up and see how easy that is. Like, that, for him to do that, like, and the amount of leverage that he was, and I was, of course, being stupid and silly, but, like, the idea that you can create that kind of leverage with his frame, like, those are the kind of things that it's like, okay, you can coach up mechanics, you can coach up technique, you can coach up those kinds of things. He will develop on his own over time just as he matures and he and he hones his game. Those physical traits, those raw skills, you That's can't. That's unteachable. You can't teach that stuff, man. Yeah. Right. That's what Max, why is Max Crosby so good? A lot of it. Obviously, his work ethic is number one. But that frame and that length and yeah. those big-ass arms of his and all that stuff, it creates a physical advantage that he'll have over guys like, shout out the boy Taylor Lewan. but what was the thing that it was critical of is his arm length, right? Right. Why did Chandler Jones sack Ryan Tannehill five times in one game against <laughs> Tyler Lewan? Because Tyler Lewan sucks. Oh, oh that's kidding. not nice. I'm, I'm that's just kidding. Not nice. I'm just kidding. But, like, he was able to create that leverage, and granted, it was a scheme thing, and Taylor was coming off a bum knee, and, like, there was a lot true. of other things going on, totally too. Totally true. But, like, when you have that kind of physical advantage that you can put to use over the tackles, or in the guards' case, even in Tyree Wilson, because he can kick inside, when you can do those kinds of things, there's so much potential. So, to, to make up your mind now that it's already, it's, it, I think it's a little bit of an exercise in futility, but whatever, that's just, y'all, 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 y'all do your opinion the way you do your opinion. But right. I will tell you this, 
I trust people that do this for a living way more than I trust us, yes. way more than I trust, you know, anybody right. else's opinion. I trust the guys that played in the NFL, coached in the NFL, and did the NFL for a living. And one of those guys not only did the NFL for a living as, as a uh, offensive lineman, but has been an incredible break, breaker downer. How about that for a word? Um, <laughs> breaker downer of talent. Like, he is such a good analyst in terms of breaking down film, not in terms of, like, X's and O's, but mechanics. And so let's check in with with Brian Baldinger, as and we just love Bally's breakdowns, and listen to him and what he has to say about Tyree Wilson. Because I'm telling you, if you're discouraged about his performance, this yeah. will encourage you after you hear what 100%. Brian Baldinger has to say. Number nine for the Raiders is their rookie, prize rookie Tyree Wilson. Here he is lining up outside of a wide nine the widest lineup you're going to get in Max Crosby. So a wide nine, if anybody doesn't know, that's when you, so if you're outside the tackle, like by a full shoulder, okay, that's a wide nine. Well, he's wide of the wide nine. Right. Well, why is that important? Well, because two things, you have a long ass shot to get to the quarterback. It's a long way to go. So you got to be super fast. You got to be explosive like Max is right. And he even talks about that, but then you got, but it gives you that much runway to build up power. You know what I mean? It's that, you, you, um, what's the term that a lot of coaches use? Like, like it's like quickness to power or whatever that, that the ways, that, and I'm not a coach, but it's like something to that. Basically, when you convert your speed into power, and that's what Tyree Wilson is doing here. He's positioned right here, coming to rush the passer with a long runway. Minds you, Max, doesn't it? A long runway. Here, coming. Woo! All right. Now. Let's see some other plays. Now, this is the first action he's had. We're not here. He is in a solid five technique. All right, handle the tackle, keep your inside arm free, go make the play. Nice. Now this can't happen. Like here he is getting blocked by a tight end. Rule number one for defensive ends: never get blocked by a tight end ever, especially a rookie tight end. This can't happen. All right, that can't happen. You got to stop that and never let that happen again. All right, and then this. Like, this is good. You watch him right here, and you go, okay, here he comes. See this? Like he's got a little plan. Here he is. More than just power. Watch him lift that right wrist up. Lower, lift the center of gravity up, and then drive to the quarterback. Some nice stuff from Tyree in week one, game one, 13 snaps. All right, good stuff there from uh, from Baldy there as he breaks down Tyree Wilson and yeah I'm in, I'm encouraged let's 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 do brief comments here real quick and then let's uh, get to the sea of fans what what do you what do you think about that not only his breakdown but just kind of what you saw to Tyree in week one yeah well you his know, week one yeah absolutely well you know you see you see him uh, drive the tackles all the way back to the backfield like I mean like you said picking up a 300 pound dude that's no easy feat and and he did it man you, you see those flashes of greatness man. You know, so so yes, I mean, I mean, ease up, Raider Nation. Don't be so critical. What did Baldy say? Thirteen snaps. We're gonna judge our first yeah. round pick based off of that. This guy, before he got injured at Texas Tech, was projected to be the number one overall pick. Yeah, before Guys, he got hurt, like, yeah, yeah, come yeah. on, like, yeah. give this guy a second to get his feet back under him. And all that stuff. I mean, I mean, did you expect him to have eight sacks on his first preseason <laughs> yes, game? Jeff, like, that's what, exactly what are we doing? Ten, what are we actually. Doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, sure. no I, I can't say much more than you guys have already said, but I think it just is promising to see, especially after him coming off of an injury and, like, still seeing him dominate a lot of different 
times during the game. I, I just I don't know how you can't be excited to see him in whenever he they you know get him in there. Like I, I don't know how you can't be excited. I think about him and that. Max are so eerily similar. Yeah. Like I, that's I'm I'm fired up I'm for excited. man. Excited, yeah. yeah. Everyone should be excited. Yeah. Like, I can't believe people are shitting. Uh, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Anyways, all right, Raider Nation. Let's uh, let's hear from you because more of you and less of us is a good thing. And let's check it out in the sea of fans mailbag. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Raider Nation, this is where we hear from you because more of you and less of us is a good thing. Uh, we appreciate you so very, very much. There are three ways that you can get uh, in touch with us here at the show. Uh, you can join in the chat room at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio each and every week at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, or you can call the show at 909-345-3346. And uh, if we play your message three times on the air, uh, then we will. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you cut that message. Well, I'm trying to get through this, man. We're yeah. going to be here all night. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Nine or nine, three, four, five, three, three, four, six. All right, so you can leave us a message, and if we play it three times on the air, then you can become the next made man or made woman, or you can email us an indefinite amount of times, uh, and that email address is show, that is S-H-O-W, at RaidersFanRadio.com. And so let's check in with Michelle, who's going to kick us off with the emails. Yes, we have Susan Lindley first. Hi, Susan. Hi, I just wanted to... To say a little bit about myself, I live in a little town in California called Lakeport. It's Weiner country. 
I have five big brothers and the only girl. I went to the dark side and I have been a Raiders fan my whole life. Susan Lindley. Oh, nice job, Susan. We appreciate you, Susan. So there's yeah. something about Susan Lindley's uh, email there. They're, yeah, they're always short and sweet. They are, yeah. And we always appreciate Su- Susan, and she's reached out to us on some of the socials and told us how much she likes the show. And uh, so if you email the show an indefinite amount of times, you could become a made man or a made woman. Well, guess what, Susan Lindley? You're the newest made woman. Let's go, Susan. Welcome. This made woman is loyal, blustering in our fan mail. Mess with her, I would deter. She'll kick you right in your tail. Her face is always game ready, painted in silver and black. She is loyal to the Raider Nation. She always has our back. She cheers as she storms our podcast, a fan no prouder or bold. And here on Raiders Fan Radio, her fandom is as valued as gold. This made woman is a Raider a fierce and loyal fan. She's out here yelling and clearly telling she can kick ass as good as a man. Welcome, Susan. Welcome to the crew, Susan. Absolutely. Welcome to the table. Yes. All right, we have James Williams. Greetings, Murph, Swaggy J, and Michelle. (laughs) Raiders football is back. As I'm emailing y'all, I'm arguing with some asshole Chiefs fan. Everyone (laughs) thinks the Raiders will only win five wins. That is BS, but whatever. I'd rather the Raiders be under the radar and shock the world. I do have a bone to pick with y'all. I keep listening to the show while working out, and I keep bursting out in laughter, and everyone in the gym looks at me like a crazy man. I appreciate the laughter, the content, the history, the interaction with the nation, and the information y'all provide. Keep up with the great work. Now say it with me. Raiders VR James Williams life will put many red lights in front of you but sometimes we must push on the gas and trust God Kendrick Lamar number 8 number 24 those would be his two favorites nice nice thank you so much you, James, James Williams good email all right that's a great email okay oh <laughs> what's that he's got the next the next oh, so oh, that, skip, oh yeah you around. skip him yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay here we have Hooligan Hooligan Raider. Hooligan Nation? Hooligan yeah, Raider. Hooligan Nation. Good evening, RFR crew, all you made men and women. What's good, Murph, Swag Jeff, and the master of F-bomb, Michelle? <laughs> Hooligan Raider here from no coast land, surrounded by enemy and ready for the season to begin. By now, you are well aware that I am constantly surrounded by the window-licking queep bands, but lately <laughs> there have been some changes at work, and now my new boss and both of my peers are donkey fans. I mean, really? Really? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter because the 53-man roster is set and JJ is back. I got to say, I wasn't totally shocked by cut day. All nine members of this year's draft class made the roster, which is not that common. I was happy to see Nesta make it. I will say I wasn't sure about Palomalo making it, but was pleasantly surprised. But let's talk about Neil Farrell Jr. heading to the enemy. Is Z and McD looking for more, expecting more, and standing behind that expectation? It seems like the snaps Farrell had were good, not great, but good, and maybe that's finally not good enough. Maybe Z and McD have finally decided that commitment to excellence isn't just a cute phrase said in press conferences. So now it's time, just 11 more days till our beloved Raiders takes the field to continue the winning streak against the Donkeys. 
So wake up, nation, because the autumn wind is coming. Now release the condor and let's wage war. Just win, baby. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Good one. Thank you, Hooligan Nation. Yeah. All right. My turn? Yep. All right. So let's see. Who do I got here? I have... Let's see. This is... Uh, I have uh, uh, Soren. Yes. Okay. Um, do you need a... No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, I'm good. All right. I'm good. Uh, Soren says, hey, guys, thank you for a great show. And thank you for reading my email a couple of weeks ago. In the last episode, 295 and Fan Cave 1.2. Someone's paying attention. Oh, yeah. Uh, Murph said something that made me sad and angry. If Gene Upshaw is an underrated Raiders legend, then we as fans and the Raiders as an organization have failed. He is on the Mount Rushmore of Raiders legends along with Al Madden and Flores, in my opinion. Uh, he changed the dynamic of the league and dominated. Without Gene, we were not the team that dominated the league and pu- uh, pushed the Dolphins and Steelers to the edge year after year. He set the tone and embodied what it meant to be a Raider. He cheated, he dominated, he demanded more from his teammates, was a leader, he was the best at his position, and most important, he just won baby. Three Super Bowl championships, 207 consecutive regular season starts, 307 games played with the playoff and played for 15 seasons. It was part of our most dominant era. Yes, we have been really, like really, really bad the last 20 to 22 years, but we must never forget what our former players did and the franchise of the NFL. I agree with you 100%, brother. Like, I, I and, and I, I never considered it in that notion, but you're right. If we underrate Gene Upshaw, then like that's a then that's where why we freaking talk so much about the Raiders past is that I think a lot of younger fans at times, and it's not an indictment of all young Raider fans, but just like a lot of times we get caught up in the last 20 to 25 years and forget and or don't recognize how great the past Raiders were. And yes, Gene was, I think, um, Stabler's often celebrated as kind of like the leader of the team, but really, if you look at it, it was uppy for sure. Um, all right, well, while I was growing up a Raider fan, the coverage and the media's use of the internet was uh, not as it is now, so I watched all the videos on NFL.com, Raiders.com, and they had online back in the early 2000s. So I learned how dominant uh, Gene Upshaw and Art Shell were on the left side. Um, we need to uh, we need to keep honoring and keep remembering our legends and teach the younger fans about them and uh, the other legends. Never forget Ben Davidson, all the other guys like Villa Piano, Lyle Alzado, Matt Millen, Rod Martin, James Jett, Todd Christensen, Lester Hayes, Greg Townsend, but also the guys that tried and gave us their best since 2000. Lamont Jordan, Justin Fargus, Joey Porter, Kirk Morrison, Namdi, Richard Seymour, Justin Tuck, Rodney Hudson, Derek Burgess, Shane Leckler, Janikowski, and Darren McFadden, just to name a few. Ted Hendricks might be the best Raider player that gets the least amount of love, but was maybe the most important player. Uh, shout out, kick him in the head, Ted, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, just his humble opinion, and thank you again for a great show. All the best from Denmark. Give it up for Soren. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Much respect. That's awesome, man. All right, good job, Soren. All right, I got one more? Yep. All right, let's see. First and foremost, blessings to Murph, Swag, and Michelle. Keep up the great content. Now for my thoughts on the final preseason game. AO4 looks good and, in my opinion, has a high ceiling. The kid is going to be crazy good, and I think our Raiders will be in good hands with him commanding the offense in the future. With all of the pressure he was getting, I didn't see any kind of panic in his eyes. He stayed composed and focused. I didn't feel like I was watching Happy Feet 2, unlike our former quarterback. Jeez. Uh, I thank our Heavenly Father that JJ8 finally signed. After what I've seen in this game, we would, uh, we would, 
not have had any noise around uh, on the ground with Zeus as running back one. I see him on the field, but where was he even there? He was going against second, third, and fourth stringers and showed not a glimpse of explosiveness. So for JJ8 to come back, um, so thank you, JJ8, for coming back where you belong. I'm not even going to speak on the way uh, the defense performed out there. Seems like they forgot how to tackle and flunk geometry because the angles taken were atrocious. <laughs> I don't disagree, but do remember this. None of those guys are on the team now. Like, yeah. you were watching guys that that that, that, aren't, that weren't going to be Raiders anyways. Um Let's see. Uh, I think it's scary that some of these guys will be our death pieces. Well, there you go. No, they're, they're, they're not. You're good. Uh, <laughs> let's hope we don't lose any starters this whole season. With that being said, stay blessed. This is DJ Lenny Danger, and I, I, M, M, out, out. Nice. boy, Lenny Danger. <laughs> respect. St- All right. Stacy Ruff in the chat room yeah. says, see if fans already? Was this a noon show? No kidding. No kidding, right? All right, it's my turn. We're trying yeah. to keep it under three hours, Stacy. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, greetings, Murph, Swag, and Michelle, and the rest of the RFR crew. Well, the cut down has been made to 53. Rod Stewart once famously penned the phrase, the first cut is the deepest. That's the name of the show. It is the name of the show, absolutely. How funny. Good job, whoever this is. But that is not actually the case for the Raiders in 2023. They went ahead and made some preliminary roster moves ahead of the deadline and got rid of some dead wood. Uh, that's an Alex Leatherwood reference. Uh, Now for the final 53. We see what you did Not all of the moves are ones I agree with. I felt that they should have kept Sincere McCormick at running back and Cam Sims at receiver. I think the only reason they kept Justin Heron is uh, around is because they needed season depth along the offensive line, with Brandon Parker being lost again. I had high hopes for both Matthew Butler and Neil Farrell Jr., but maybe I was just high. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's a great line. The fact that Sam Webb and Tyler Hall are both gone just means that the talent level on the back end of the defense is getting better. But I've got to say this. As much as I love Amik Robertson, the fact that they that he keeps barely making the roster <laughs> year after year means that we're still not quite there yet. As for linebackers, the Raiders still need help. I think letting go of Drake Thomas was a big, big mistake. And I hope the Raiders go out and grab a vet to help plug the gap, uh, i.e. Patrick McQueen or Patrick Queen. Uh, sorry, I'm thinking of cars. Cash Money Carlson is already Sometimes in Sometimes you got to turn left to go right. And that's it. Uh, or cash turn right to go left, whatever that's the hell right, it is. I haven't right. seen it in a long time. My uh, kids are grown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, cash Money Carlson is already in mid- mid-season form, and Bob and Moyer is proving to be just fine. Now let's get Jimmy G, JJ, and Devontae all on the same page, and let's turn our attention to the donkeys. The weather won't be an excuse, and I think the only thing bigger uh, than the new scoreboard in Denver is the inflated egos of the mm. fans that think Sean Payton is going to turn this thing around so quickly. Oh, and there's one thing bigger. The Broncos' impending failure in week one. Keep the faith, Raider Nation, and just remember what happens in Vegas started with Al. t PSF the Chiefs. Yeah. Hey, nice job, t yes. Absolutely. You know what I got to say to that? Ka-chow. Ka-chow. <laughs> ka <Ka-chow>, man. <laughs> All right, Matthew Mangus. And I don't see one F word. Is he not the... Isn't he? Isn't he? Daniel's all, the potty mouth Mangus. They're all potty mouth Mangus. They're all potty mouth Manguses. Like but yeah, Daniel's the yeah, more so. Yeah. So here we go. Hello, RFR family. The season is upon us, and it's time for my official record prediction. Before we start, I want to say I'm not the biggest McDaniels fan. 
I don't believe he can do anything special, and if this year is somehow worse than last, then Ziggler shouldn't hesitate to fire his best friend. Because at the end of the day, you're there to do a job, not be buddies. Week one at Denver, a win. The Broncos may have a Hall of Fame coach, but they are not that good. The Wilson contract looks like one of the worst in NFL history as the days pass. We beat them in week one in mile high. Let's go. Week two, a loss. Hey, 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 hey. Come on, let's be authentic. Buffalo is a Super Bowl contender, and there's no way we beat them. I'm guaranteeing a blowout loss. I think we win. Week three. Get him, Michelle. That was me. That was me. (laughs) Week three versus, was it Pittsburgh? I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) A win. That could very well be a road game in our home opener. We get win number two. Our offense edges out Pittsburgh, and defensively, we can make life hard for Pickett. Plus, there's no winter storm, as it'll be about 90 degrees in the desert in September. Week four, Chargers win. This game will be packed yes. with Raiders fans. It always has been. It always will be Raider country. What was the NFL thinking about not putting the Raiders in L.A.? The Raiders win back-to-back home games. Yes, I like the sound of that. Yeah. Week five, Green Bay loss. The Packers may may be Rogerless, but unless proven otherwise, they are still the Packers, and I think we're still getting there. I would love to win because one of the professors is a diehard Packer fan, and I want bragging rights. I disagree with that entirely. Yeah, I do too. I think we're gonna I just smoke think we're gonna, the freaking Packers. I, I think so too. Yeah, that could be our blowout win. Yeah, right. Yeah. Week six, Pat's loss. We need a miracle to win. Last year, this year we take that L, which could be a double-digit loss. Week seven. No, I don't, see, I don't, I don't think that's a loss either. I yeah. think Josh is going to be geared for that yeah. damn game. Yeah. Look what we did to the Patriots last year. Yeah. I know right. it took a crazy fluke play from Jacoby Myers to Chandler Jones, but whatever it takes. That wasn't no damn blowout. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're going we to be fine against yeah. the Patriots. I ain't worried about them. <laughs> Week seven, Bears win. The Bears are yeah. in rebuild mode and are probably the worst in their division. They could be in contention for the number one pick once again. If we lose this game, McDaniels must be fired that day and not allowed on the plane. Week eight. Detroit loss. This game comes down to coaching, and Dan mm. Campbell is the superior coach to McClown. It could be close. Mm. It could be a blowout, but we come out with both our kneecaps. All right. Th- that one's, let's kind of take these because this is fun. Yeah, Just, yeah. Get, well, I think the Lions are going to be good, like most everybody. But since most everybody thinks the Lions are going to be good, they're like – them and the Jets are the two most hyped mm-hmm. teams really right. hyped. going into yeah. the season, and that doesn't always bode well. No, you know what I mean. Like, but I think Dan, I do agree with him. Dan Campbell's a hell yeah. of a football yeah, coach, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, and he'll have those guys ready. So I'm with, I'm with him. I, that that's one that potentially could be a loss for us. Sure. Yeah. Week nine, the Giants. Again, this comes down to coaching, and the Giants have a much better coach than the clowns we have. Bullshit. Yeah, I don't uh, think we yeah, do. I think Brian Dable's overrated, and I yeah. think Daniel Jones is overrated. I think we're going to freaking – we got him in a legion. Yeah, And it's yeah, going to be Waller's yeah. game back. I think – nah, I think yeah, we're going to smoke so them. Yeah. I think we'll kick the Giants' ass. Week 10, the Jets lost. Yeah, I agree. A, yeah. Yeah. I think the Jets are going to be – their hype is real. Yeah. yeah. A pissed-off Aaron Rodgers. That's it. This is going to be a blowout loss. Week 11, Miami lost. Their offense is dynamic, and I expect Hill and Waddle to go for over 100 yards on our defense. If Tua plays, this is a double-digit loss. If he is hurt, the game is closer, but we still take that L. I I, I, I don't agree. I think that's a closer game than than people think, or at least that that, that Matthew thinks there. Yeah. Talk about overhyped Tua. Tua's overhyped. I mean, Come and, on. And, and it's listen. I and I feel for the guy because yeah. he's a freaking warrior, man. I yeah. really do. Like I, I love, can't believe he's playing. I love his grit, but like, man, that dude went through it yeah, yeah. physically yeah. like 
So, I mean, that alone is, I mean, if we're going to be critical of Jimmy G yeah. about his health, yeah. you got to apply the same freaking logic mm-hmm. to, to Tua. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Week 12, Chiefs loss. Still inferior to the class of the division and the conference. Is that one at home? I don't remember the first which one. Or the ones. Second one? I don't remember. I don't either. Chat room will know. Chat room, you know more about football than we do. Yeah, tell us. Week 13, bye week, we win. <laughs> and this time, Coach McClown has a record of four to seven. They're probably out of the playoffs and a five game losing streak this week. Should be a meeting between the owners, the GM, and the head coach. The topic is McClown's job the f- that flat out tell him you win out or you're gone this offseason. Week 14. Matthew, I feel like you're letting your your aid for the coach really, really yeah. say how these kind of kind of like, kinda like cloud his vision here, <laughs> cloud yeah. his vision yeah. a bit. but that's just that's just me. Week fourteen, Vikings win. If we lose to the Vikings, McLeod needs to go. Week fifteen, Chargers win. Come on, it's the Chargers. Can we really trust them to win and prepare? And we take it to the divisional to a divisional rival. Week sixteen, Chiefs L. It's the Chiefs, which means another double digit loss. Week 17, Colts win. This is a team picking up the top five. This would be a team we absolutely dominate. Week 18, Denver win. At this point, Raiders are playing for pride, and depending on how Denver does, we could kick them out of the playoffs. Final record, 7-8, and eight, no playoffs. Team MVP, Max Crosby. Team DMVP, Max Crosby. Rookie of the year, Tyree Wilson. Look out, I see Mac and Wilson. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus, proud made man, reigning Gemini tag team champ. P.S. Fire Josh McClown. All right. Hey, we always say we welcome diverse opinions around here, and uh, and so that's that's Matthew's opinion. And I will just tell you this, Matthew: the dark side clouds everything. Impossible yeah. to see the future is. Yeah. There you go. My concern is that if you start there, where do you go? You don't have anywhere to go. Like, sure. If you're already there, right. oh, it's going to be a really tough season. And and you know, and I yeah. wasn't far from that. No, me neither. Post this like. The first month or two, like yeah. back in February, March. Sure. Yeah. I was right with him. Yeah. Like, we suck. I think we were, yeah. Like, yeah. we're uh, yeah. four games next year. Like, well, this is yeah. going to be terrible. But yeah. then, like, you know, and, and maybe it's me just trying to, you know, silver and black colored glasses and trying to find things to be a fan about because this is right. Raiders fan radio. And I don't know. And if, you know, and if that's my flaw, then whatever, I'll own it. But, sure. like, the idea, though, that, like, I'm with you, Michelle. Like, I'm not going to start there. Oh, I can't. If I, now, if we get there eventually, like, yeah. so be it. But I'm not going to start there. I'm going to start yeah. with some optimism. I have to. Yeah. Because yeah. that doesn't sound like fun at all. Mm-hmm. I, I want to have fun. Shit. Right? All right? Sad sack. All right, sad, sad sack, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, this is Paul. Evening, hey, everybody. Paul. Hope you are all well. I'm going to get my rant out of the way early this week. There are still a few people in Raider Nation that believe we should tank this year, and the very idea of it boils my piss. <laughs> I have a question for those that think we should do it. Can you tell me with 100% certainty that Caleb Williams or Drake May are going to be generational talents? I'll answer, answer it for you. No, you can't. So if you're willing to lose on purpose to draft someone who could be more Jamarcus Fatback than Joe Burrow, <laughs> then I don't know what to tell you. Ball. Forget the fact we'd lose the huh? likes of Adams, Crosby, and Jacobs, and we'd be starting all over again on a, road <laughs> on a road to nowhere. But hey, we'd have a young quarterback who might be good. What type of person wants their team to lose on purpose? It's such an alien concept to me. If we have another year like the 2-14 and 14 and 2006 and become trash organically then knock yourselves out but not on purpose come on people there are some that say they would never tell you how to be a fan well i will if you you believe we should lose on purpose then football isn't for you try something else 
You're a disgrace to the shield, and your opinion means jack shit. Whoa. Wow, Paul coming Come in on. hot. Yeah. Ooh. You are not. Oh, it gets better. You are not a Raiders fan in any way, shape, or form, and your logic is warped to hell. Buy yourself a mirror and stare into it for a while until you come to your senses. And while you're doing it, picture yourself trying out your crazy-ass theory on Al Davis. And guess what he'd have said in reply? Stop it with that shit. You're embarrassing. Oh, Paul. Wow. (laughs) Now that I've got that off my chest, let's be positive. We've just been through a largely encouraging preseason, and we might just have something to look forward to this year. We were never going to see anything earth-shattering in Dallas. The last game of preseason are always a bit meh, and maybe it's time for a two-game preseason and an 18th regular season game instead. Coach McDaniel stated last week that the four days of joint practices told him more than the preseason games do anyway. They could do away with the dreadful bye week idea and fill the schedule with another game. By the time this email gets to you, the roster will have been cut to 53 I'm sure there will be one or two surprises in store and nothing is guaranteed, but one thing I can guarantee is that whoever is selected will get my unwavering support going forward. Let's go. They will be wearing the silver and black and carrying our hopes and dreams for the coming months. So let's go and shock the doubters and haters, wear the shield with pride, and start off by kicking some donkey ass. Which brings me to a question for you. Which player do you think is the most important for Jimmy G this season? My answer is Josh Jacobs, and it's one of the reasons I'm so happy he signed his deal. The thought of him not being in our running back room was not a pretty one. I would imagine Jimmy G was almost as happy as JJ was. And finally, wherever you are and whatever you are doing, try and find someone in your life that looks at you the way Josh Jacobs looked at that number eight jersey. (laughs) 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 Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022. Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020. BRT Sizzler scorekeeper. Proud made man. Five, five time, time, five time, five time, times, times two, plus, plus one, plus one. Winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Oh, boy, Paul. 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 Your name Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm, I'm Paul. Paul. Damn right you are. And <laughs> yeah. wow, what a great email. And so let's yeah. let's let's throw this around real quick. And then I found Wendy's email. I got oh, it. I got, oh, it, on, I, I got it on my good. phone. I'm gonna oh, cool. I'm gonna read Wendy's oh, cool. email. Um, so he asked the question: Who's the most important position for Jimmy Garoppolo? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so he said, Josh, or to the office. Is that what he said? I forget how he phrased um, it. He said, hold on. Wait. I think it was, yeah. Rephrase it for me, Michelle. Which, oh, sorry. Which player do you think is the most important for Jimmy G this season? Yeah. So okay. That was it. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think it's Devontae Adams mm. because I like you heard a lot of. So, okay. There's a little uh, bit more on that interview with Josh McDaniels. He talked about how you can be strict to your system, but there are certain guys that are undeniable. There are guys like Max Crosby. There are guys like Devontae Adams that you give them parameters within the offense. But in Devontae Adams' case, if there's single coverage, you throw it to him. The end. And that's what he said. When that safety starts to cheat to the middle of the field, just throw the damn ball down there. And so anybody that's been critical of Jimmy G or like his ability to throw downfield or any of that, if he sees or has the ability to just push the ball to Devontae and let Devontae do Devontae shit, I think that that will make Jimmy 
because the, the the context of the question is that what who's the most important player for yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo? Mm-hmm. If if Devonte Adams is, and we know he is this good, to where Jimmy G just trusts him to get the ball out there to him, and he goes and makes plays, that makes Jimmy look like a freaking stud, right? Uh, Colt Miller. I was going to say, oh, who's on his blind Cole side? Miller yeah. is going to be Good one, Jimmy Swag. G's best friend because you got to keep the guy up, right? Can't let him Can't let him be on the ground, you know? The end. That's a is, great is call. Is he the one? Because I was going to ask, who's his blind on his blind that's side? Is that Cole him? That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Awesome. That's the guy. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. All right, let's go ahead and hear from Wendy here. Let me hit this real quick, and then we're going to jump into the voicemails. She says, hello from the other side. Thank you, Adele. Now sit down. (laughs) (laughs) It's amusing as heck to me that people see the August 29th roster like the names were carved into stone by Mm. our god or goddess and handed to Joshua of Henderson. So many players out there are in the nether regions on on the U.S. of A. waiting with bated breath for the... uh, for the phone to beep and will run, not walk into any team facility if when they get called over the next three weeks. And they will get called. Remember when we got Money Carlson after about three weeks in Minnesota? Great call out there, Randy. Absolutely. Uh, so go ahead and react, overreact to the roster cuts and keeps. It's not for long. Sorry, Howie. Uh, it's not a for long uh, business. And surely, don't call me Shirley, OJ. <laughs> players will be shuffled <laughs> like cards in Vegas all the way through September. Personally hoping we will get a linebacker or two because I'm always all about the lack of defense over the last 20 years. Love Charles Woodson and Khalil Mack and now Max, but we need 10 more of those guys on the field. Please, 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 can someone wipe that smirk off of Kelsey's face this year? bro? Yes, please. Enough said for now. Love my girl, Michelle, and swag, and hugs to you too, Murph. Hold it down, keep the faith, and we'll meet up at the Death Star again soon. See you on the radio. Just win Wendy. Let's go. Coming in hot. That's a great email. Great job, Wendy. I'm glad you found it. Great job, Wendy. Yeah, the email came in late, but I had it there on my phone, and so glad to, to share that with you all. And, uh, yeah, and if you want to email the show, you can email us at show, that is S-H-O-W, at RaidersFanRadio.com. And, uh, all right, let's go ahead and get into these voicemails, and we've got some killer ones tonight. Uh, first off, let's check in with our buddy, Big Country. FRF, this is Big Country. Hey, Big Country. Hey, I just want to tell you guys, man, you have an awesome show. Oh, thanks. Love it. Big shout out to my buddy Ed Jess Swag, my brother from another mother. Uh, hope for a good season. Raider Nation, baby, ride or die. All right, there he is. Respect, big country. My buddy Curtis, man. That's what I'm talking about. My buddy Curtis. Much respect. All right, thank you, thank you, big country. All right, next up, let's check in with uh, the guy that holds it down. If 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 Gene Upshaw is the most underrated Raider of all time, okay. Ron is the most underrated member of the RFR crew. Absolutely, um, he is our Mater Raider. Uh, he holds it down there in the chat room each and every week. Never misses a day. He's like the Cal Ripken of freaking of RFR man. The guy is in there every single week, and we appreciate you, Ron. We love you so much, and thank you for what you do uh, for Raiders Fan Radio each and every week. And sometimes Ron calls the show too. Hey guys, what's up? It's Ron. Hey Ron. I uh, just want to call in and get a call in before the season starts here. Um, I think, um, you know, a, a sharp Swiss Army knife can do more damage than a dull machete. And I think maybe that's what Jimmy G will be for this offense. Oh, um, I can love that he, take. He hopefully can execute this offense like it's supposed to be run. And if 
what they say is true, then the system is the, the thing that does the damage, not necessarily the guy running it, um, as long as the guy running it can execute it. So hopefully McDaniels has, you know, his guy um, that can run the show efficiently and smoothly and, and hopefully in the red zone. That would be great if we could get some red zone production. Uh-huh. As far as the preseason. What a concept, right? <laughs> um, to me, what I saw was this team is getting better. And it's like the tide coming in. It's been slow, like a slow trickle. And we, maybe we haven't noticed how good this team has been. Um, been getting. Uh, if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong here, I don't think we kept any undrafted free agents. I think everybody we kept on the roster was either somebody that has been here before or that we drafted. That means we're keeping talent. That means we're growing our team. And I think where that really showed up was when those second-tier guys were in, they were competitive this year. Last year, those second-tier guys um, – they were competitive, but there was a big drop-off. I don't see that big drop-off as much this year as I did last year. I see those guys making plays that are plays no matter who's out there. Um, I see O'Connell making throws that if the first-team starters are out there and he makes that throw, he put it in a place where the receiver's going to get it and the defender can't get it no matter who it is. So that, to me, um, gives me a lot of positivity. So maybe the, the turnaround hasn't been as, as fast as we've wanted it, but I see the tide rising on this team that it's slowly getting better. And you can see it trickling down from the starters to maybe the, that second string of guys. And then next year, if we keep retaining talent and keep building through the draft, maybe down to that third string guys. And we start seeing that overall roster be good, not just the top thin layer of guys be good, but we've built a deep roster um, that can compete. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's where my head's at. And hope everybody has a good day. Ah, oh, good Yes. So for those of you that are new to the show, the first ever call that Ron made to Raiders fan, he was one of the early callers of the show, was just a toilet flushing. Right. Yeah, so we've, right. gone, we've gone from a toilet flushing to these incredible takes yeah. now and Ron yep. holding it down uh, in the chat room. So thank you, Ron, man. That was good good stuff there from you. All right, so hey, I told you this was going to be the murderer's row of callers here. Okay. We've got some heavy hitters, man, some old school guys, for those of you that have been around with Raiders fan radio uh, since we started this thing back in 2016. Uh, these are the, the some of the most made of the made men uh, around here. Uh, of course, we're starting it off with Ron, and then now let's check in with our good buddy. He is, and we haven't heard from him in a minute, he yeah. is the sizzler. Yeah. Right? He's the guy that won it so much, we had to name the award after him and quit giving him to him. He is Big Raider Trucker. Murph, flag, the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Big Raider Trucker, checking in. I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what the f*** you guys have been doing. But I heard it's been good. I heard you got new members on the show. I see you guys doing the Lord's work. Just going to throw it out there. All of a sudden, I start, I stop calling, and f***ing Derek Carr gets cut, so maybe I, I must have been doing something right. I'm going to say, now I know why Sonny doesn't call the show every damn day, because uh, he's running around after all these kids, just like I am. Miss you guys. Got a new line of work. Extended my family. We got a new baby girl. Congratulations on everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. I miss all you guys. I hope all is well. Uh, try to check in more often if I can. I don't know if I even have a segment on the show anymore, but I am the Sizzler. Yeah, you are. I will forever be the Sizzler. Yeah. 
All right, man. Y'all take care. Hold it down. Big Raider Trucker checking out. Oh, there it is. Much respect. Yeah. Big Raider Trucker. <laughs> we love you, Emiliano. We do love you, man. Good stuff there, man. And again, congratulations on all the, yeah. the wonderful changes in his life, man. And, cool. and yeah, keep us low on the priority scale there. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Focus on them babies and that yeah, new career, man. That's right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so he said, now I know why Sonny doesn't call in because he's chasing all those kids. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Because Sonny's got a freaking house full of kids under 10 years old. Uh, but he took, it, he took a minute. So the, the uh, one of the original he took a minute. He took a okay. minute. The original founders of this show. Uh, he is uh, uh, cousin Sonny. Murph. Sonny. Cousin Sonny, who's apparently optimistic, but not too much optimistic. Whatever that word is, optimistic. <laughs> Did you get it? Murph, you know I know what the greatest thing about being a Raiders fan is everything. <laughs> <laughs> this year, man, two thousand and twenty-three. Two plus two equals four, and three, the Raiders have won three Super Bowls. Murph, I am so f***ing excited to go to Raiders games again and go, Hey, number four, I f***ing love you. <laughs> it was so fun, Murph, to go to the game against the Niners and see number four in the Raiders on the field for the Raiders and being able to, like, watch him with hopeful eyes that, like, he might do something great. I don't f***ing know. Hold on to the ball while running, like, by the pylon. <laughs> or he might, like, give his receivers a chance to make a catch on third and fourth down instead of throwing it away. Murph, I love number four for the Raiders. It is so fun to root for number four for the Raiders. I may take my current number four Raiders jersey, a Sharpie and some duct tape, and I may start wearing it again on Sundays, Murph, <laughs> and Thursdays and Mondays. <laughs> Probably fucking Wednesday. Anyway, <laughs> Raider time, baby. It's the fall. Kids are going back to school. It's a good time of year. Go Raiders. Every other team. And uh, just win, baby. Nah, cousin Sunny. Cousin Sunny, man. That's great. Oh, my gosh. So good. He's out of control. All right, we got two more to get to tonight. Okay. Uh, all right, so we've gone from... Ron in Ohio to Big Raider Trucker down in Southern California. Sonny is in Oregon. Uh, now we're going to go to Wyoming and oh, check in with our good buddy as he's taking a, a break from uh, from uh, chopping stumps uh, and, and logs of wood with his bare hands uh, and check in with our good buddy, Wyoming Raider. Murph, Swaggy, Michelle, Wyoming Raider here. Special nod to Uncle Mosh and Sonny. Calling from a coal mine in Wyoming. Well, I tell you what, I, I just got off early. I got a little something, something, something real pretty tonight. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> head down the road, get to the house, and uh, that was that was a beer, uh, a root beer, a root beer. Yeah. Anyway, root beer. God damn it! Nobody understands you. They govern these things at 105 because you're supposed to drive at 105. Get on my damn road. Anyway, I want to call and say, hey, uh. I just want to say how proud I am of you guys. You guys took your hobby and you turned it into something really freaking cool. You got kids going to their first football games with their parents. Win or lose, them kids are going to remember that the rest of their damn life. That's freaking awesome. You got, you got gals that need a safe spot to hang out for the night, get their lives back on. I couldn't be more proud of being part of this thing as small a, a, small a, a piece of it as I am. So, anyway, I'll call it real quick and uh, just see what the uh, – 
season's going to look like, right? I was kind of checking out the schedule a little bit there, and uh, I tell you what, I'm, I'm kind of liking what I'm seeing. Oh, that's good. Uh, all right, so first of all, we got the donkeys. Oh, fuck the donkeys. Uh, they're shit. Anyway, uh, then we got the Bills. Yeah, they're a joke. And then we got the Steelers. Come on, Steelers, really? They're not garbage. Chargers are fake. Uh, Packers have gone ever since freaking Rodgers. I mean, so we're already at five wins, you know. <laughs> Patriots are a joke. Bears suck. The Lions suck. The Giants suck. The Jets, I mean, I know you're a big fanboy of Rodgers, but that dude's washed up. That's another win. Dolphins, I mean, we're not going to get this beat by a teal team for crying out freaking out. Then you got the fat bastard freaking Andy. Chiefs, man. Throw a freaking burger out in the middle of the field. Nobody will ever even know. We'll win automatically. Uh, the Vikings, you got the purple-headed. Oh, kiss show. Uh, they're not that good. Then you got the Chargers are fake good again. Then you got fat bastard freaking Andy. And the Colts are hot garbage. And then we got the donkeys again. I'm seeing 17-0. So, uh, you know, oh, Super Bowl. Fuck it. Go Raiders. Or Santi's fat. There you go. Wyoming Raiders. Oh, my yes. gosh. That's the energy we want. Oh, right I there. love that. 100%. <laughs> love that. If you're not doing 105 drinking beer, <laughs> you're doing it Bro, wrong. I'm telling you. Oh, my gosh. Wyoming Raider, man. Freaking <laughs> legend, dude. Oh, my gosh. His The first call Wyoming Raider did when he told the story of his son, his young son, sitting and him sitting down to watch a Raider game for the first time. And he's like, he's got that voice, you know, he's oh, like, yeah. oh, oh my little man sitting there on the couch with me. And he's got his little Raider hat on and he's got his Raider shirt on and the game starts. And the first thing he does is jump off the couch, throw his hat and say, GD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he goes, he goes, I thought that's the way you watch Raider games, dad. <laughs> yep. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. wrong. All right, last but not least, let's check in. Let's go back to Southern California and check in with our good buddy. He is Animal Mother. What's up, guys? Animal Mother here. Last game of preseason. It's in the books. And now we wait. What we're waiting for exactly, who f***ing knows? Is it going to be another (laughs) year of darkness, f***ing high blood pressure, uh, absolute rage in my backyard. Is it going to be a year of joy and victory? Only time will tell. And Jimmy G, we trust. Fuck the Saints and fuck Justin Herbert. I keep seeing him on commercials because right? I live in Southern California. Yes, I fucking hate that guy. Go Raiders! <laughs> Love it. Beautiful. I mean, whether we win or lose. There's going to be high blood pressure, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, my gosh. It do- yes, I mean, it doesn't yes. matter what it is. I mean, we're going to be... We're going to be amped up, right? Yeah. You know, Absolutely. So. Absolutely. All right. So great stuff there from all of our amazing callers. But I got one more little bonus for you. You do? Oh. Yes. So last week, I messed up. I Occasionally, things will get by me. <laughs> you can screw up from time to time, Occasionally, man. somebody will freaking, you know, get a fastball by me. You know what I mean? And so, uh, you know, if there's a hanging curve, I'll yoke it out of the park. But hey. sometimes they bring the heat and it goes right on by. That's it. Uh, so, anyways, I missed a made man last week. Oh, so la- Yeah, last week, Elon Bush called the show. That was his third call, and we didn't make him. Oh. So, oh. so I wanted to, uh, so shout out, much respect to Elon Bush. Thank you for your third call last week, and congratulations. You are the newest made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies 
then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, congratulations to Elon Musk. Much respect. Much respect. And while we're here, okay? Okay. Uh, oh, wait, let's see. Paul says you could do Caller Greg from Tennessee as well. That, uh, we just don't we're, have time. Do, we're, yeah, we're, just, we're running, just, we're running up against we're running it. Run up against yeah, it. So, uh, so instead, um, I'm going to take six minutes and read you a bunch of names. No, I'm just kidding. Not six minutes. But I do want to – it's been a minute since – here we are at the beginning of the season. Sure. So we got a lot of new listeners, a lot of uh, new viewers to the show. Um, so to become a made man or a made woman, you just got to make a little bit of a mark around here by, by getting your message played three times or an indefinite amount of email. Um, some guys like Titerator, like, you know, going to live events, like stuff like yep. that. Um, and so just being a part, like Uncle Mark, Uncle Mosh says there, just by, by participation. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read all the names. I'm gonna read, these, okay. are, these are all of our Get Made folks. Perfect. Uh, and then right after that, um, we always award a Sizzler Award to the best emailer or phone caller of the week. And that goes to Swag Jeff. So I'm just going to read these, hit the applause, Jeff, and then go ahead and jump into the Sizzler. So here we go. Here's the, here's the crew. Here's the inner circle. Jimmy Zbach, in no particular order, by the way. Jimmy Zbach, Hardcore Raider, Johnny in San Diego, Chuck Splatterhead McCann, Ron in Alliance, Alaska Raider, Dakota Raider, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Red in Yakima, Jim from the East Coast, Yayo in Jersey, Big Raider Trucker, Wyoming Raider, Diego in Georgia, Running Bear in Tulare, Mojo Raider, Junior in San Diego, Beto in, you know the city, James in Arkansas, Monster Mash Ken, Raider Roo in Utah, Ev Dog, Houston Raider Steve, Jesse in Kentucky, B-Dog in a pasture in Texas, Texas, Max in San Diego, Rev Raider, Raider One, Eyepatch, Alex in Tucson, Ruben in Vegas, Dave in the 330, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Paul in Shropshire, Mississippi, UK, 24 Carat Kev, the Cool Ass Raider, One Nation Jeff, Chucktown Raider, Haley in Scotland, First Made Woman, yeah. Lino the Full Metal Mexican, Central Valley Raider, RBK Raider, Coach Davis, Raider Ramon, Raider Born Rico, Raider Trucker Dan, Sugar Shane, Super Deuce, Daniel Mangus, Just Win Johnny, Matthew Mangus, Pirate 1975, JC Raider, Fabricator Gill on the IE, Big Mike, Tider Raider, The Big Easy, Kill Jada, Stacy Rough Raider, Scotland's own David Love, Miguel Ruiz, Raider Jeff and KC, Adam Hill, Michelle Sweat, hey! Hey, nice. Frank and NorCal, The Raider Critique, Raider Flash, Maritime Granny, Grampy Raider, Raider Karaoke Kid, Raider Chemist, OG Daniel, Tyrone Graves, Edgar V, Lala Meloso, Erica S, Adam in San Diego, Trinidad, Storm, Duke City Raider, Atticus B. Rockin', Fargo Raider, Ebony Graves, Collar in the 207, Raider Jack and Everett, Mr. Los Angeles, Cool Cody, Captain Jack, Jay Jackson, Raider Shank, Josh in the 703, Donovan, PSP Raiderette, William in the 530, Jesus or uh, Jesus Alvarez, Jesus of Alm Alum Rock, Silver and Black, Mac, Animal Mother, Hooligan Nation Joel, CPA Joel, Frankie Mosqueda, Mrs. OG Daniel, Elon Bush, and Susan Lindley. Hey! We love it. Love to see it. You guys love the best. to see it. 
okay. Hey, so <laughs> so at the end of every night, uh, so so thank you for all the emailers and callers of the night. Uh, we award a sizzler of the night, so that is the best caller or emailer of the night. And uh, Lord have mercy, we had so many yeah. folks uh, get in the mix, man. So uh, so much respect to uh, Susan Lindley, uh, James Williams, Soren Anderson, DJ Lenny Danger, uh, T Hom, Hooligan Nation, da- or Matthew Mangus, Paul, Just Win oh. Wendy. Uh, Big Country with the voicemail, uh, Ron, Big Raider Trucker, Sonny, Wyoming Raider, and Animal Mother. And uh, I'm going to do something a little bit different tonight because because there was a lot of good stuff. A lot There's of good stuff lot tonight. A lot of good stuff, stuff man. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to take that sizzler and we're going to... We're going to rip it in half. Okay, all right. So tonight, Yeah, we're going to rip it in half. So tonight's Sizzler Award winners is uh, Wyoming Raider and Just Win oh, Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. I choices. am the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Trey Tucker. Congratulations, Wendy, uh, and 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 co- yes. congratulations, Wyoming Raider. Uh, great job there on the calls this week. Thank you so very, very much to everybody that's in the chat room tonight. We appreciate you guys so incredibly much. Thank you for your support of the One Nation Foundation. Thank you for support of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, we are back each and every week at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7, 7 p.m. Eastern on any audio podcast service to search for Raiders Fan Radio or join us live at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, Michelle, shout out the chat room. And uh, and uh, and take us on out of here. All right, we got Jay in there. Paul's in there. Uh, Kill Jadis is in there. Frankie Mosqueda. Justin Wendy. Ron's in there. I think I said Paul. Um, oh goodness, Alon's in there. Listen, Tony Shepherd. Everybody's in there. Guys, listen. It's here. It's finally time. Let's it's go. Finally, I mean, come on. Hope we get college football this weekend, right? And yeah, then, sure and then Next weekend. It's go time. 11 days to the Raiders. Let's go. I'm excited. I'm excited. Woo. All right. Absolutely, man. There's football every weekend until February. Starting now. Mm. I mean, get excited, folks. Raider Nation, baby. It's time. It's here. We're ready. We're all in. You know what I mean? So, So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks, everyone, in the chat. Uh, Hooligan Nation, Yoshi, Paul Edgerton, uh, Ty Davis, Tony <laughs> Shepard, the, the Good Stuff, Just Win Wendy, Pineapple, Jay Jackson is in there, uh, Frankie Mosqueda, uh, let's see who else is in there, Elon Bush, congratulations, my friend. Um, let's see who else is in there. Uh, kill Jadis. Kill, kill Jadis. Kill Jadis, the grumpy-ass Raider fan. Uh, Matthew Mangus, Ron the Mater Raider, Ty Davis. Much respect to each and every one of you guys. We love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas. It started in Oakland. 
We love you. Much respect. 11 days, boys and girls. Till next time. Goodbye. Good night, YouTube. Remember, cabrón? Remember? You remember? Remember? You don't remember? You remember? You remember? Remember? Shit, you cried a lot. I thought you remember. <laughs> thought you remember. Whoops. Oh. Oh, there we go. Okay, goodbye. Say bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.